Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 331, recorded on June 17th, 2021. On tonight's episode, we talk post-E3, all about post-E3, and that's it. And our predictions, did they come true? Did they not? Do we suck at predicting stuff? We'll find out. You know what to do, Jesse. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here. I'm back on the show. Welcome me back. The to bears didn't eat him. No, they didn't. They didn't. But I didn't go to that kind of camp either. Uh, okay. We were just at a college dorm. Uh, but anyway, episode 331 of Nintendo Dads. It's June the 17th, 2021. I've almost forgotten how to do this. And we, guys, we are living in a post-E3 world. We live in a society that where Metroid Dread exists. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> if they don't know by now, oh my gosh. Uh, if I spoiled it for you, I'm sorry. But anyway, it's it's real. It's so real. And it's well, real. If, it wasn't, if it's a spoiler for them now, it would have been in an hour from now right, anyway. Right. I mean, they would have been listening to the show. They would know. Yes. But we're going to break down tons of E3 news. It came out of that uh, dig- all digital show this week. But joining me to do that on the show tonight, Tim Timothy Off. How are you doing, sir? Tim Timothy. Tim my Timothy. middle name is Timothy. Tim <laughs> Timothy. Tim Timothy. Tim Tim. That's what I was thinking. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. It's uh, been a busy week with yeah, the E3 has. stuff, and I was just talking to my wife about this. Like, I commend the the media for what they do when they're trying to cover this stuff because I, I you need to it's a full-time job in order to be able to cover yeah. all this you know or you need to take the time off like jesse did you yeah, know i mean i like <laughs> but between rearranging my week to be able to react to capcom's nothing burger presentation uh and do nintendo and then subsequently yesterday rushed to gamestop 30 minutes away to try to pre-order the special edition of metroid dread Oh my gosh. Yes. Nintendo raised my blood pressure so, so much this week. Yeah. Uh, I, think, but speak- I think if they're going to announce uh, a Switch Pro uh, eventually, that if we know about it, if it's not just a drop, if we know there's something coming, um, that we just need to camp out at GameStop or something while we're watching the right. direct or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And speaking of raising our blood pressure, Mr. Jesse Waldack, how are you, buddy? Uh, Pretty good. I'm proud of myself. Um, So I, I, you know, I took vacation, as Tim mentioned, for for like uh, the time to do E3. I I had Friday off and all this week off. And normally my vacation, I was still kind of keeping an eye on emails and stuff. But this time, Thursday night, I shut my laptop down. And it hasn't been on yet. Good for so you. I completely That's disconnected funny. from work. So, which which is it? Hard. That is hard to do for. It's hard. Yeah, in your hard, position. it's hard for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, that's that's stupid hard to to try to get away from the. Yeah, well, because we had we had a, a release go in production. We had a release start UAT, and I'm normally the one driving all this. So. I have to rely on other people to do my job for me while I'm out. 
Well, I'll find out on Monday how things are or aren't going well. Okay. Well, if you come <laughs> back, you know, if you log back in and everything, including your computer, is on fire, then you know. Uh, yeah. Right. Yes. I'll find out on Monday. I'm not. I, okay. I still. I still plan on keeping it off all weekend. Well, I, 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 I probably have 400 emails. Yeah, that would not that would not surprise me because of the yeah. amount that uh, I, you know, the the amount of emails I get in a daily basis. Um, are You're just going to spend all day Monday going through all those emails, probably. That's right. That's going to be going back to work. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, well guys, uh, we don't want to take up more of your time. We've got a ton to talk about tonight, uh, besides Jesse's emails. And so let's dive right into the news, shall we? Uh-huh. Let me try that again. That just means you get to hear that delightful Patreon uh, or news bumper music uh, over and over. And uh, I've already kind of let the cat out of the bag. Our news is brought to us by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. That it means that you can go over there and for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up and be a part of the Nintendo Dads team. Uh, you can get uh, access to our Discord. You can get access to pre and post show audio. You can get uh, access to being a Patreon producer and coming on the show. And guess what? Pretty soon, Patreon producers are going to get an exclusive gift that will only be available for purchase by other people later. How many cats do we have? Huh? How many cats do we have? You keep letting the cats out of the bags. Do we have any, well, do we have any more cats left? Um, <laughs> we've been putting more cats in the bag this week. True. Very true. So there you go. That's uh, just a little teaser yeah. uh, for stuff coming up. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and so we want to thank every one of our over 100 Patreons who uh patrons of the show, Nintendo dads, uh, you know, everybody's stolen all the good names. Kind of funny as best friends. Uh, you got the Nintendo voice chat and Nintendo's. Um, you guys are just patrons. I call them my peeps. Peeps. My peeps. Nintendo dad <laughs> peeps. We could call them our kids. Then that would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah. That would be weird. The family. <laughs> that sounds like we're the mafia. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo dad's family. And we're the godfathers. <laughs> the Nintendo fathers. We're the Mario fathers. Yes, sir. <laughs> make you off well, he is Italian, I guess. So. Well, guys, I'm going to transition over here. Go over to uh, Nintendo uh, Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Join up. Uh, if you join up, here it, we're, we're just going to sweeten the deal here. If you join up uh, uh, here for the show, uh, as we do the video, you know, this is Thursday night, we're doing the video. If you join up by the end of the show at the $5 up. The live um, show. If, if you join up during the live show, uh, we're, we're going to send you, um, we're, we're just going to send you something. We're going to send you something. It won't be like Cards Against Humanity's poop in a box, because um, <laughs> we're not doing that. But we have a prize uh, we'll, we'll send closet. You something. We have a so, prize uh, closet. So everybody, everybody who signs up at the five dollar and up tier before the end of the live show gets a little something. something. Does that little include? Th- get a little thumb thumb, baby. Huh? Marty, does that include what? Twitch subscriptions? Since that's five dollars as well. It does. There you go. 
It does monitor that, Tim. It does now. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. It sure does, Tim. Uh, head over to Twitch and subscribe or go to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads to join in the fun. Let's talk about E3. Man, what an incredible, incredible week. Uh, lots uh, of stuff to break down here. Uh, and what we want to do is we just kind of want to start from the very beginning as Nintendo announcements started to trickle out uh, through various publishers uh, things and kind of recap Nintendo's E3 for you. And uh, guys, what I want us to do through this is just wherever you find something to hop in that you're excited about or something that, you know, kind of made you go, oh, that's, yeah, I'm going to get that. That's where you, that's, it's time for you to jump in and talk about that. Okay. So okay. Um, starting uh, over the weekend, Ubisoft Forward happened and we got uh, a look at two uh, brand new games coming to Nintendo Switch, Just Dance 2022. Yes, Just Dance 2022. I know. Uh, you know, this is notable, <laughs> I think. I mean, it's Just Dance. Everybody knows it's coming out, right? Everybody knows every November you're going to get a new Just Dance. I think this is notable. Uh, this is the very first Just Dance that is not going to be on the Wii. I thought 21 also didn't come out on the Wii. You mean the Wii U? Or the no. Wii U. That's right. Yeah, we're leaving the Wii U era behind. Well, see, I thought 21 came out on the Wii, but not Wii U. And now 22 is not coming out of either system. That's right. Correct. That's right. Thank you, Captain Um, actually, for correcting us there. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, uh, but that's that's out on November 4th. And once again, I will have to buy this what, for my what? daughter. It, it is coming out on Stadia. <laughs> for the five people still playing Stadia, you can get it there. Uh, also, uh, huge, huge... Uh, news actually leaked Saturday morning, wasn't it? Right. Uh, yeah, by Nintendo. Nintendo blowing this huge announcement of the sequel to Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which just gets a 2022 release date. Uh, I want to stop here because I'm excited about this one. What did you guys think? Uh, I, I, I too am excited for it because you know history of the from the first game. I'm not a fan of strategy games, so I went into it reluctantly. Yeah, but loved it. I didn't hundred percent. I didn't beat every challenge, but I played through the story of the main game and the DLC, and really enjoyed it. Here's the thing: um, my son saw the trailer for this and like flipped out and immediately picked up Rabbids King Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle for my Nintendo Switch case. He's already beat the Phantom of the Wapra. And That's he's the best like, boss. Yeah, I know. Right? And the uh the he he's like, I didn't finish it the first time I played it, but now I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna finish it. He's and I'm I told him I was like, dude, the final battle, the final like whole stage is rough. It's rough. Yeah there's a difficulty spite about Three, three quarters yeah. in. Tim, I see you holding the case for this game. You yeah. love this game initially. You sang its praises. Uh, are you excited for Sparks of Hope? Heck yeah, I'm excited for Sparks of Hope. That's awesome. I mean, we basically we had a feeling that this was coming, right? So sure. it was just like whether or not that feeling was just hope or true. <laughs> you know, so it's exciting to see that it was coming. And I mean, as well as the game did. It wasn't a huge surprise, even though Nintendo did leak it. It was, uh, it probably would have been more of a surprise just to see it actually happen without knowing that beforehand. But 
it was still cool to even that morning see that surprise. So I I think that uh, the thing that I'm more surprised about with Sparks of Hope is that we didn't get it sooner. Because it, when when we got to remember about the pandemic. So many, well, we I know that, but I like I you know that was a 2017 game. Yep. For for Switch, I would have thought that we would have seen it at least like a couple of years later, like 2019. Uh, and, and I kept, I, I predicted this almost every Nintendo direct through like the end of 2018, <laughs> 2019. I was like, we're getting that Mario plus rabbit sequel. Because if you remember like right after it came out, like David Soliani, uh, was, or David Soliani, he was like flying to Japan to meet with Miyamoto and they took the combat designer with them and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, it's, we're going to sequel. And yeah. then nothing. It was so crazy. Uh, it's quite possible then, it was going to be at last year's E3, and I think so. Yeah, postponed. Um, I think it looks incredible, and y'all, Rabid Rosalina is a total mood, right? <laughs> like I love, I love Rabid Rosalina. Yes. Uh, it does make me a little concerned. Um, where is Rabid Yoshi and regular Yoshi? Yeah, they haven't been seen because they said nine playable characters, and if you go back and you look at the trailer. They've already blown seven of them. So you got Mario, Peach, Luigi, Rosalina, which I think Rosalina was shown like on the map. Then you've got Rabid Mario, which wasn't shown in the trailer. Rabid Luigi, Rabid Peach, and Rabid Rosalina. That's eight. So, and then I I'm guessing the the purple and green sword welding rabbit is probably a playable character at some point as well. That's what it sounds like. Who is yeah, that and supposed to be, by the way? We, I, I think it's a new character. I don't think yeah. it's any has any relation. Uh, but, you know, I, I said this during our reaction, but it sounds like, you know, all most rabbits or all, all rabbits are insane. But this one seems to be a sane rabbit. Yeah. And, uh, so that means the person that they're based on is insane. Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> but Waluigi doesn't use, like, they, they I know, I'm, carry over I'm joking. some of the traits. I, I, like, not, the one that wasn't serious. Yeah. I wasn't kidding. I mean, we could um, use Waluigi. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a Koopa. Maybe, it, maybe it's like a Koopa kid or maybe it's Bowser. I don't. Yeah, it's, I think this on is a, a different character. planet. So I think it's a different character. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, what were you going to say, Jesse? I'm yeah, sorry. I, I I don't think it has a, a Mushroom Kingdom counterpart. Okay, uh, I was kind of disappointed this was 2022. Wait, I was I gotta, hoping it was. I got to address what something something Mecha Dragon stated here in the in the chat. It's funny how people hated that rabbits for years, or excuse me, it's funny how people hated the rabbits for years. Then this game came out, Mario plus rabbits, and now everyone loves and wants to hug them. Well, the the, the rabbits game for years. Yeah, the rabbits. I, the rabbits game before Kingdom Paddle was kind of garbage. Okay, yeah, we're not talking about I, the games. He's talking about the rabbits themselves. That's given. I mean, I'm okay with that. I always thought the rabbits were kind of neat. I, I thought, thought they were, were interesting. I thought they were funny. The Rayman Raving Rabbids on the Wii was one of my favorite games of the yeah, whole. Was, I think that, that was a good game, and then they they burned that almost burned rabbits into the ground. Yeah, they, they, they had a cartoon 
that has like no dialogue, just blah, 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 and then slapstick comedy. <laughs> I know yeah. my kids that was, recorded every episode of it and so watched. That it. was horrible. So, but Kingdom Battle brought oh. rabbits to be it good was again. Hilarious. <laughs> no, it was horrible. Wake up to that most Sunday mornings. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ebucel says it's rabid wart. If it was rabid wart, oh my gosh. Bowsette Rabbit from Tony Baker. No, uh uh. No, no. We are not Rule 34 in uh, a rabbit. We're not doing it. Uh, Well, I'm sure it is. uh, Like I said, they went to a different planet, so I'm sure there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's move on from there. Let's talk Devolver Digital. Um, Before we do, uh, Ninfrendo asked if Amico will have Just Dance. Uh, No, they won't. But. No, just dance on the Amico. I'm sorry. Uh, so Devolver Digital, uh, as usual, was uh, Devolver Digital. Uh, <laughs> it had Jesse and I cracking up the whole time. It just, so, it yeah. just gets, <laughs> I mean, every year is just more, right? Like it's just further down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, so two a, games- a little behind the scenes, you know, you, you know, you, YouTube, you know, has the green coin if it's fully monetized, red coin if it's not monetized, mm-hmm. and then a yellow coin if it's ad restricted, uh, to, due to content, usually violence. Uh, yeah, Devolver Digital got yellow coined and we're like, yep. That's, <laughs> yep, every that's, time. That, that yep. sounds about right. Right. <laughs> uh, so they showed off two games for Nintendo Switch Wizard with a Gun, which looks amazing. Yeah, we said that was a Marty game as soon uh, yeah, as we saw yeah. that. As yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, that uh, definitely. And uh, Demon Throttle, which is interesting in that uh, I believe this is a physical-only release. Yes. Yes. So no digital. You have to buy it physically. Pre-order, pre-orders are already open. They run June 12th through October 13th, and it ships in 2020. So um, the cool thing about this game is that if you kind of go and look at it, someone said it was the like the spiritual sequel to um God, I'm losing the name of it here. Um I don't know. What are you thinking? It, it reminded well, them of a game. While you're thinking, I'll I'll explain that like this is similar to what limited runs games do, where you pre-order the game and then they make as many games as pre-ordered, so it's not going to run out as long as you do it in time. Pre-orders are open until October 13th from specialreservegames.com. So search for yeah. it there. Uh, the spiritual successor, Hambone Johnny, came up with it here. Uh, Pocky and Rocky. It came out on the uh, SNES back in the day. It, it, this one's a little more bit than that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Pocky and Rocky, it was like a girl and a <laughs> raccoon. Uh, it was very Japanese. Uh, and very limited. It's probably a Tanuki uh, then. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was uh, totally that. Uh, but anyway, that, that those are coming out. Uh, Wizard with a Gun will be out next year. Uh, Demon Throttle will be uh, out next year. Moving on from there, uh, a couple of Bethesda notes. Diablo 2 Resurrected coming to Nintendo Switch on September 23rd. Um, and I'll mention this here because we'll talk about it a little bit more later on in the uh, Nintendo section. September is becoming really crowded for releases. Yeah, it's 2019 all over again. Yep. Uh, It's like, (laughs) you know, a release every three or four days. Uh, Also, a Plague Tale Requiem 
uh, is coming to Nintendo Switch via cloud streaming. That'll be out in 2022 as well. That is a sequel to A Plague Tale, right? Yes. yes. That's the one that people call the rat game? No idea. Yeah. I've never, so, uh, <laughs> some people I've never heard of this, so... But it's called it the rat. The rat. But, I heard but, of but it, but as, I never played it. <laughs> John was streaming this with us, and his or no, yeah, yeah, I don't it was John. It was John. As soon as he saw it, he goes, "Ooh, Plague Tale 2. So <laughs> it's obviously a sequel. But uh, since he he knew the original, but I did not. There you go. Yeah, it was John and Nick and Sean. Cool. All of us were. In there. Um, oh, wait, no, wait, no, John was not in this one. Sorry. No, that, yeah, that, it was just that Nick was, and Sean. That was yeah. John was, was in pass, the uh, limited run. Or, yeah. So. Right. I'm forgetting who guessed it on our <laughs> streams. Uh, lots of people. Uh, yes. Moving on from there, Square Enix Presents uh, showed off Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which we re- uh, found out during Nintendo's Direct is coming to the Switch day and date with other systems. But they, I, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this in the Nintendo Direct. They did not mention that it was the cloud version. They did not mention it. But if, if you go to the Nintendo page, it will say cloud edition. Yep, which means Correct. I'll be playing it on something else. Uh, PS5. <laughs> yep, Legend of Mana <laughs> is also coming to Nintendo Switch June 24th. And we knew about uh, that, so that wasn't that wasn't any big surprises. Yeah, we knew, yeah. Uh, also, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Series not coming to anything anybody plays video games on. Oh, I was so upset. Uh, this Steam, is they stupid. do. They do play Steam. People play video games on Steam. Come on. When people talk about playing games on PC, I refer them to Greg Miller's pre-NX reveal rant about PC gaming. Go watch it. He just tells the truth. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on before I dig myself into a further hole. Use it as a shovel. No, no. Before you move on, I do want to say that I am very disappointed that they decided to do I, Steam and mobile because it does not make sense, especially because I was I was giving hope to them to say they're still Nintendo. They're still Nintendo. Yeah. And they didn't do anything. And it's it's what? so surprising. Here's- this is this is what I don't understand about companies, why they make choices like this. And it, it makes no sense. You were li- literally giving up money on the table yeah. that could be sold to Nintendo. There's, a, there's an audience there. Tim, I would be interested to see because there are some Final Fantasy games and Square Enix RPGs on mobile already. Uh, now, albeit the versions of that are available, lots of people hate yeah, because yeah. they changed the graphics up. They like, tried to smooth the pixel gra- graphics yeah. out. So, it was like garbage. I think these are more faith, either faithful recreations or literally emulating the original games. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is this. I would like to see some sales data of just how well these Final Fantasy games or, or, or Chrono Trigger or anything have done on mobile. Yeah. To make them want to make this kind of decision. Steam, I can kind of get because I like I can understand that Steam is a viable platform, uh, despite my comments about PC gaming. Like I get it, and in the Epic Game Store are viable platforms. I get a lot of people play on PC and stuff, but this just seems like such a no-brainer for Nintendo. Yeah, like when Persona Four, just Golden like Disney Afternoon released, Collection, was released right. on Steam yes. last year. And Sega and Atlas were surprised at how well it sold. I think it broke the one day record for for a new game on Steam. Yeah. And uh, you're like, yeah, yeah, 
put it on systems that people play and people will buy them. That's how things work. Surprise! Right. Uh, so Nintendo makes an interesting comment. He says Square and Nintendo have not been close since SNES. So, but I, I don't think we can say that necessarily because they've been releasing these, you know, the Octopath Traveler and then the Triangle. Project one. Triangle. Yeah, it's definitely better now than it was in the N64 days. When, oh when, my gosh! When yeah. they they lost Final Fantasy VII due to cartridge versus disc. Well, and yeah. they've come back and they've and they've re-released those old games on the Switch, right? Right. Like we've gotten seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, two, uh, yeah. twelve, all those things like Again, why why, why not have this <laughs> this like you could master like series? The killing that they could make with like the eight bit era collection and the sixteen bit collection. Yeah. That also includes Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, you know. They would make a killing on all that stuff. I don't the understand. only thing I can think of is that the holiday. That's the only thing I could think of is that later on, maybe at the um, what TGS at the Japanese yeah, Tokyo of, Game Show, yeah. Or when do these when come out? Would, by the way, when when do it the just pixel? says soon? Just says so. Soon. Yeah, so what's no going to happen given. is they're going to go. Uh, yeah. So these didn't sell real well there. So now we're going to put them on other systems. Yeah. Or they didn't sell well, so we're going to scrap the project. Like, no, that's not the that's not the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, wrong way, wrong way. Yeah, right. Um, also, Square Enix, but announced during the direct, Life is Strange Remastered Collection and Life is Strange True Colors are coming to Nintendo Switch as well as other um, next gen and cu- current gen consoles. Uh, tr- yeah. Interestingly enough, True Colors comes out on November t- or on September tenth. And the remastered collection, which does not feature Life is Strange 2, comes out on September 30th. Right. I, I'm told you don't have to play them in order. Yeah, they're all uh, self-contained narratives. Yeah. And note, I'll also note that the Switch version of remastered collection is not has not been confirmed. You know, it is September 30th for the other systems. Including Stadia, but uh, all, all we were told it's it's later, so it still later can be this dated, year. Later this year, it still could be day and date, or it could be delayed. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, hand on from there. Um, limited run games coming in with a dump truck full of uh, Nintendo Switch releases. Uh, I think honestly, of the thirty games they talked about, twenty-seven of them are on Switch. Yeah, uh, a lot of these are already games that we know about or are already out. Uh, it's like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, uh, Ghoul Patrol, Super Hot, w- Double Dragon, and Kunio Kun, Retro Brawler Bundle, River City Girls, although interesting, River City Girls Zero and River City Girls 2, I think, are new. The, yeah, they're uh, new. And, they're and also Zero, is switch, switch. Zero is, is switch only, though it yeah. sounds like it's probably on other platforms already and it's new to Switch. So, like, where I have River City Girls just as PlayStation 5, because it's already out on everything else. It's new to PlayStation 5, so that's why yeah. it's here. Uh, Blood so. Rain Betrayal. How long has it been since we've seen Blood Rain, guys? I completely forgot about her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is interesting. Uh, Haven, Skatebird, Hunt Down, Axiom Verge 2, yes. which still doesn't have a release date. Oh, and then Hunt, Hunt Down is available to pre-order now. Okay. Uh, take and, over. Uh, and going back up, Zombies and Ghoul Patrol, that starts pre-order tomorrow. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Well, oh yeah. Digital tomorrow, meaning Friday morning. From the time you're hearing this, it's probably already live. Yeah. Also, uh, Dusk Republic Anniversary Collection going under one step from Eden Ruby, Grim Eclipse, Retromania Wrestling, uh, Contra Anniversary Collection, and Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Those are all coming to <laughs> Switch. Yeah, I've never heard of that last one, but apparently John thought it was great. Uh, Mecha Dragon 101 says, Plumbers don't wear tires. Game of the year there, dads. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to check it out. That was originally on a 3DO. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) From there, the Capcom showcase happened, and uh, basically, Capcom said, Hey, guys, we're making some DLC, and here's two new features for Ace Attorney Chronicles. Bye. That was literally it. And then they ended the show with both the pro the pro, pro tour, which none of us cared. Yeah, yeah. That's when we started talk about most of our disappointment at that point. Uh, yeah. That's when most well, of us were sitting here going, "That's it, really." It was a warm <laughs> up for the next day. Yeah, they yeah. like. I think Capcom just this year they're like, "Yeah, we're going to do Resident Evil Eight. Bye." Um, okay. <laughs> And that wasn't even at the show. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it was. Right. I'm sorry, it was. Right? It was DLC. It DLC, but, yeah. My favorite part about that was they're like, hey, we know you really like Resident Evil 8, and so we wanted to let you know that we're going to make some DLC so you can give us some more money. Isn't that great? Yes. All right, moving on to the next thing. I wish Nintendo <laughs> would do that sometimes. Right? <laughs> right? All they know, like all they'd have to do is be like, we know that you love Mario Kart 8, so we're making more tracks. <laughs> yes, we have DLC for you. It's not, that's not for that's not seven-year-old DLC. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, dude. Um let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. That's why everybody's let's. really here. Uh before before we get in and carve this up, um just Initial overall impressions. How do you feel Nintendo did this year at E3? Like, it, if just taking this presentation alone, what do you think? In comparing it with other Nintendo Directs, I don't think it was at their best. It was good. It maybe even great, but wasn't the best. But comparing it to all the other presentations of E3 this year, I think it was the best of everything. Of best of the of the of all the shows I saw. Yeah. What about you, Tim? I think it was on par with what Microsoft did. So it gave it gave a nice wide array of games. Oh yeah, for now, Microsoft. To- yeah, I agree. Microsoft was a really a close second. Like, like I, I probably patted them on top for a while, and then before thinking about it more. But it, uh, can can, yeah. can we stop right here? Because I'm gonna, I want to acknowledge something in the chat. Sure. Okay. Uh, I love Mecha Dragon, but he says, "Don't be dissing on my Ace Attorney." And then he goes on and says, they told you exactly what was going to be on the show. Uh, number one, I think there's at least two of us in this circle here that like Ace Attorney games. Yes. Yep. I know Jesse does. I yes. do. Tim, you in on Ace Attorney? I'm going to yes. buy this when it comes out. Okay. So I'm not dissing on it. Number two, when you make an announcement that says uh, E3 presentation, including game, 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 everybody else says that too, and then they show you more stuff. Yes. Right. So I get the whole rhetoric of uh, they told you exactly what was going to be there, but I think 
we can't let them off the hook that easy. Like that was a, I, I don't use this phrase very often. It was one of the most piss poor <laughs> uh, presentations that I have ever seen from a video game company. It, it wasn't as bad as Bandai Namco's that talked about one game for like 15 minutes and was done. Oh my God. <laughs> like everything Capcom did could have been a tweet. And that's where my problem is. It's like, you guys made it look like that you have nothing in the pipe. And you've got like all these iconic franchises that you could be hitting with and you're going to do that. Right. Okay. I, I mean, look, honestly, you remember back in the days of, was it the Wii or the Wii U when we, we, we got Capcom versus SNK? And it was a Wii U or as a Wii exclusive, right? I don't remember like, that one, vaguely. but I do remember that, uh, Tatsunoko. Tats, uh, is that's what it studio. is. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like where is where is that? You got a system over here selling gangbusters, and you're gonna you're gonna like you all you're gonna say is like, oh yeah, we we love monsties, and uh, here's some DLC for this game, and uh, oh by the like way. Here's a feature for it. a game that you're that gonna find out awesome. in in a month anyway. Bye. It's just we, <laughs> it's we can't let people like that off the hook. We can't let that off the hook that easy. It's, no. uh, Zachary Ryan over at IGN had a perfect response, and if you've not seen his video of the Zach Ryan E3 presentation, you need to go watch it. It was just yeah. awesome. It, it, it was just I, awesome, and I'm not mad about it. Look, honestly, here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna talk to y'all like I talk to my kids. I'm not mad at any of you. I'm mad at the circumstances. I'm mad at what you did. <laughs> All right. Like, I'm disappointed. I, I I I love you, Capcom, but I'm disappointed in you. And then I give them this look. Yeah, because it was no Mega Man. I'm very disappointed in you. There was y'all, they they locked Mega Man in a broom closet. <laughs> Again. Right? Do you, do you remember when Eleven was announced and they had this promo video of like a timeline of all Eleven games? And there was like a seven-year gap between two years, ten Jesse, and Eleven. Jesse, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> I will remember that moment for the rest of my life. I cried when it went when he went through the door and it said "and now." I lost my ever-loving. Mine in my office. I'm so glad nobody was here. Tears, man, tears. <laughs> Capcom, I need you to do that again. Anyway, look, hopefully we're not, not a, anyway, hopefully not another seven years. Tim, you were saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I had to cut in and I had to talk about that. So uh, fine, let's get fine. back to you. You were talking about the overall <laughs> quality of the Nintendo Direct. Um, if you had they, to did, a they did what exactly every company should do is essentially yeah. give a wide array of games that could appeal to a wide audience and still provided some surprises. So that's true. And that to me is a good direct. That's yeah. exactly what you want. Did I love every single game that came out of it? Yeah, I did, but no, no I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. but whether it's me who looks at everything as like accepts everything as like this is wonderful, or somebody else who's like there was no game here for me to play, like 
if Justin was here, he would be saying something probably the effect of there was no DK, and he probably had really high hopes that there would be a new DK game. And when he got let down, which we all talked about, poor guy, you know, that, that de- you could see he was deflated the rest of the show. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I, that was my moment for Square Enix, he had that moment during a Nintendo. Yeah, so, but still. And both are on he, YouTube. If you don't know what we're talking about, check it he out. He was still excited about everybody else's excitement and what they got and what or what they were excited for, right? He may not be a fan of Metroid or whatever other games that other people were excited about, but he was excited that we were all seemed like a lot of us were getting what we wanted to see. And that's what I liked about this direct. I liked it about what Xbox presented. And, and that's why I think they they both get A's in my book. So yeah, I don't think, you know, people are like, Oh, Nintendo one or Microsoft one. And those are the only two basically people are comparing, but I think they both, they both won it. They both, you know, showed off pretty well. There was I, I a think, lot of people saying that they liked the Intellivision Amico presentation, even though it was only 10 minutes, and it didn't really have anything new for people who watch all the announcements like I have. But for most people, half that stuff probably was new to them. And great. Right. Glad, I'm glad Tommy was able to talk to people. But I was hoping for something new, and that didn't happen. Yeah. I, and I think, I think this is, like you were saying, Marty, definitely a platform where there should be something new. A little surprises here and there. I guess, and maybe maybe I'm wrong on this, but like we have been conditioned for so many years that when E3 comes around, companies that come to the show are going to show something new, right? That yeah. At least, well, at least say that's the whole this, point of what E3 is supposed is to be about. At least to say, like I know Nintendo gets their balls busted all the time about Metroid Prime Four, right? But at least they came to that and said, it's real. It's happening. We don't have anything to show you, but we're here to tell you it's being developed. Right. I mean, would it have been so hard for some of these companies? Would it have been hard for EA to come? But let's pick on one of our, our fun pet, you know, pet projects there. Would it have been so hard for EA to come out and say, we're developing NHL 94 rewind for Nintendo Switch? If we can't have it. We don't have anything to show you, but we That'll be are. in July. That'll be in July. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? I get what I you're saying. It's been yes, hard yes. for Capcom to come out and say Mega Man 12 is in Mega Man X9. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection is coming yeah. later this year. No, yes. that's not hard. Nintendo, though, on the other <laughs> hand, stepped up to the plate and they hit a good, solid couple of got a couple of runners in let's put it that way it wasn't a home run it was sound rule double there you go thank you it was not 2017 e3 but it was pretty darn close so uh let's just let's start from the beginning here uh and yeah here we go super smash ultimates getting kazuya kazuya mishima from tekken and i really really thought this meant the very next thing they were going to show was Tekken 7 now on Nintendo Switch. Is it, did anybody else think that? No. No? Is, I, don't, you know, I don't think there's any Tekken game on Switch now taking Pokken out of the equation because that's a right. different beast. But, uh, so I, but I am completely unfamiliar with Tekken. I've never played a Tekken game. So 
I don't know who I, this guy is, besides someone who throws corpses into volcanoes. <laughs> I actually did think that they were going to come out with not seven, but a Tekken game for the Switch. I would have even been like really, really super happy if it was my favorite Tekken I've ever played was Tekken three. Uh, I would have loved like a remaster of Tekken three or something like that, or even bringing over Tekken tag tournament or something like that. I really yeah. thought this meant Tekken was coming to the switch. I did think something I was I thinking that while that was know. happening, but uh, no. we'll find out more about uh, Kazuya on June 28th. Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 40-minute-long presentation from Sakurai. The next to the last DLC character for Smash is going to wrap it up uh, here within the next, I probably half of this year, right? We're, yeah, we're going to know. Yes. The promise was the the second DLC pack would be released before the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. And then also, too, real quick, uh, Third Strongest Mole put in a fact out there that the volcano thing is a recurring scene in Tekken for the whole Mishima family. So that's Mm. something I didn't know. I thought that was interesting. You know, if the last character is Scorpion, then it'll be possible to have SNK versus Street Fighter versus Tekken versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I would. I would. That's someone who doesn't honestly, play the game. I'm okay with that. I, I would that honestly needs, be really okay with that. That needs to happen. That last character definitely should be. Uh, a I would. Character. <laughs> my, my son gave me an image the other day. Let me see if I can find it. Go ahead. While you're finding that, let me ask this: How many times have we speculated on Smash DLC on the show? Plenty. So times. many times. Who can be the last character? Seriously. Because I really think that they're leading up to going out with a bang, right? Hey, well, like, it's going to be something have, huge. Have you seen this image that I'm about to talk about? I, don't, I put it on Discord, but I don't know if uh-uh. you've seen it. It's, comparis- it's comparing the six DLC, the first six DLC characters oh, with yeah, yeah, second yeah, DLC yeah, yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. It starts off with mildly accepted Nintendo character, you know, Prana Plant and Min Min. And how did that happen? Joker and Minecraft. Square Enix, Hero, and Sephiroth, dual characters, Banjo Kazooie, and uh, the, the Xenoblade girls. Kyra and Mithra, yeah. Yeah. Then fighting game, you know, Terry and and Kazuya. And then the last one is labeled Disappointment with a Sword, you know, Byleth and the Unknown. You shut one. up. <laughs> that, if that happens, if it's. Mm, mm, mm. Scorpion could be counted as a sword guy, right? Because he has the spear that he throws out. That's, that's a kunai. Oh. Okay. It's, it's not really yeah. a slashing weapon. Or, you know, if, you're, if you watch the new Mortal Kombat movie, it's a gardening tool tied to a yes. Yes. So, there that's you go. That's literally what it is. Yes. <laughs> Most ninja weapons are gardening tools. Retooled to be weapons. About ninjas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why not, Marty? Like, Come you on. Said, you said that like, don't you know? Come on, I, 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 they, I've, they I've been watching Gaijin Goomba for they, years. So they garden you know, with one hand, they cue with the other. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're not wrong. I mean, okay. Uh, we've already talked about a few of the other games that were shown in between here. Uh, Worms Rumble is coming to Nintendo Switch next week. Uh, this is uh, classic. Uh, you know, winner take all, all the worms are moving and fighting and shooting at the same time. 
Uh, this I haven't played a Worms game PS5. since the 90s. <laughs> okay, so you know Worms originally was like tactical, like you take a turn, they take a turn. Yeah. This is everybody's going at once. Oh, wow. Uh, Battle Royale style. And it's a lot of fun. It's chaos, but it's it's pretty cool. Uh, of course, it's meant to monetize. So yeah. it's going to be free to download, but uh, I, I think this is a good get for is Switch. Uh, I think it was free on PS5. When I got it, Worms now Rumble. you got me looking at it because it says pre-order now. Um, it says it's fifteen dollars currently discounted ah. to eleven twenty-four. So maybe well, we're getting you a monetization-free version. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, like I said, mine was included with PS Plus, so that's how I've played it. Okay. Um, also coming out, Astria Ascended and Two Point Campus. These are indie games. Astria Ascending looks a lot like uh, I, I thought it looked a lot like um, what's that game that uh, John Blanco is obsessed with? That, Slay the Spire. Yeah, Slay the Spire. I thought it, the interface looked a lot like Slay the Spire. Okay. Uh, and Two Point Campus is the sequel or spiritual successor to Two Point Hospital. Uh, I was really surprised why they put that in it. 2022, you know, like 2022, and it, they gave it 30 seconds, and that was it. Uh, after yeah. that, we uh, killed Justin <laughs> by putting an image of uh, bananas and coins up on the screen, thinking See, it was well, Donkey Kong. He, he didn't hear it because we were talking, but the announcement at that point was, now for a game that has celebrating its 20th anniversary. So oh. had he heard that... You should have known it wasn't Donkey Kong. Yeah. But Donkey Kong's 40 this year. Yeah. So Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania coming to Nintendo Switch with 300 stages. So it's coming to everywhere October 5th. Uh, also looks like it'll include all of the old mini games as well, which is really cool because yes. Banana Blitz sucked. <laughs> Whoever yeah, made that game, they don't need to make games anymore. Awful. Yep. We're looking forward to that game here. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Honestly, a lot of my father-in-law, like my relationship with my father-in-law came about because of Monkey Target, Monkey Pool, and Monkey Golf. Yes. I've actually never played a Super Monkey Ball game. Well, it's time. It's It's time time. to do it. Uh, I hope there's online. I don't remember if they mentioned there's online. We're also getting uh, Mario Party Superstars. So now you know why Mario Party uh, or Super Mario Party on the Switch got updated with online functionality. Yeah, it was exactly what I said several a few months I, ago. We, I will give you that point, Jesse. You are absolutely right. <laughs> Jesse was uh, right. Jesse was right. Jesse was right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mario Party Superstars uh, remixes uh, over a hundred mini games from the N sixty four and GameCube era Mario Parties, including five boards that come through that time. So it's actually going back to the chaos-filled boards of the um, Nintendo 64 and GameCube era. Tons of characters packed into this. Looks like lots of great updates. That's out October 29th. Question. Yes. Because they specifically focused on the five boards being Nintendo 64 boards, do you think there's going to be DLC packs that comes out with other system boards? Yes. Do I think there's also probably unlockable GameCube boards? Yes. Okay. I do. I can't wait. also love that they H- gave Bardo History says love. otherwise, but we'll find out. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully they, they rebuilt it to be this way for DLC. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I was saying I also love that they gave they gave Birdo some love in this game. Birdo is now a playable character. I'm looking forward to seeing who the other playable characters are as well. Nintendo's kind of be getting uh, fun with with uh, the extra playable characters lately, like King Bomb and Mario Golf and different things like that. It's good to see some new, fresh supporting cast of blood. Yes, there. I, I like it. Um, y'all, as I said at the top of the show, uh, we now live in a world where a, new, a brand new 2D Metroid game exists. Uh, and it's, well, I don't know if it's, it's brand new. Uh, this game was reportedly in development or was in development in 2007, was scrapped for the Nintendo DS. Metroid Dread was introduced next in the presentation. It was real. Uh, Samus and an Emmy Amiibo are also going to be available on October the 8th. When no were you one, able to get that pre-ordered? No one, no one talked to me on October 8th. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to lock myself in my house. I'm going to go and I'm going to pick up, to answer your question, Jesse, I'm going to drive and I'm going to pick up my special edition Metroid Dread from GameStop, as well as the Amiibo 2-pack. I wasn't able I'm, to pre-order the Amiibo on this one. It's, going, every time a link showed up, and it was already gone or never was really up. When So I, I, I couldn't get this one. I will, I will, I'm willing to bet. I, I was more desperate to get the special edition uh, game. Uh, I am willing to bet game, uh, Best Buy will have extra of those two packs for people who are at the door the day it comes out. I would be at the door. I would not wait. I'm trying to remember. I think I did a pre-order for something recently. I don't remember what it was for, though. I need to figure out what that was. (laughs) So this is real. Uh, uh, Not only is this the continuation of the Metroid story that we have waited 19 freaking years for, it's Metroid 5, but uh, it's also the end of the Samus story arc, according to the producers. Metroid. Uh, the Metroid Tim, story, story The arc. Metroid story arc. Uh, Tim, how do you feel about that? I'm okay, I guess. You know, it's, you know, looking forward to it a little bit. We'll see. We'll see how it Just a out. little. <laughs> Considering this, this story started with the original NES game, yeah, I'm okay yeah. to get a new story out of it. Uh, Ninfrendo asks, will energy tanks be locked behind the Amiibo? One energy tank is. Yes. And, and it says it's an extra energy tank, so I would assume that uh, it's if you find all the energy tanks, it'll probably be very easy. You know, you'll I just game very well. I just want the amiibo to unlock a new skin skin in Metroid Federation Force. That's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I I just looked at what I pre-ordered at Best Buy, and we'll all get to that later. So, but I am super excited, and you have a great idea, Marty, in taking October eighth off. I think I'm gonna oh, do the gosh. same. There's no, there's no question. Yes, I'm there's, taking that day off, and I'm just going to be like I when Samus Returns immersed. came out back in 2017, I finished it in two days. Yes, I could I not stop that. playing it. I can't. Mercury Stream did a great job with Samus Returns, and I love all of the takeaways from that game that are showing up in this game. I love the new slide move. Um, I. I love that they're leaning into that survival horror aspect that's yes. always kind of been there in Metroid. 
Uh, I would love to see them. Did you get to watch that. the treehouse? Yes. Did you watch any of that part? Yes. Of that? Okay. Yes. yes. That was fun to watch. Oh my gosh. So before we get to I the second, question, I watched the second Metroid Dread part of the treehouse. I didn't watch the first. Okay. Yeah. I've watched so, it. was both this is the same, but it was, uh, go ahead, Jesse. Does Nintendo say what is prime and this saga separate universes or just completely separate sections of the timeline? I've always taken it to be that Prime was prior to Metroid. Uh, they're, they're intertwined. Uh, well, I don't know about officially. This is, this is my hope that eventually when we get closer either to this game dropping or when Metroid 4 comes out that they work with Dark Horse just like they did with the Super Mario games and or the Mario Encyclopedia and the Zelda Hyrule Ooh, book. Metroid Encyclopedia. I hope they do a Metroid game, uh, book of that. It gives the whole timeline and they spell it out for us because there's a lot of... They did have a timeline on their website, but they took it down. It's been down for a while. So, But if you want to keep talking, I'll see if I can find it. There there was somebody uh, who... Mecca, I, I Mecca gonna, asks... If if Dread is considered Metroid Five, does it mean Other M is like a three point five? Other M came before, right? Yeah, but isn't the first game when Metroids were first discovered? There was there was Metroids in Other M, wasn't there? It's been a while since I played the game. Metroid Other M actually takes place between Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion. Okay, because I knew because because I know. The beginning the of Other M actually tell, retells the ending of Super Metroid. So, yeah, he's right. Okay, yeah. Cause, and then Fusion talks about Adam in the past, which Other M plays that story. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up right here as we're doing that, that uh, I think this would be a good time to, to talk about two things. Number one, uh, there are some people in our chat who are disparaging Metroid Other M. And I will not have that on the show. <laughs> Metroid Other M is a fine game. Everyone simply just jumped on the hate bandwagon. Uh, I like Metroid yeah. Other M. I think it's a good game. Uh, I also want to say this, that starting July 5th on our Twitch channel, I will be doing Metroid Mondays with Marty. Uh, and so we're going to go through the entire 2D Metroid saga. Pantheon. We're going to start with Zero Mission, and we're going to go all the way through. And yes, now that I know this, we're going to play Other M as well, because you can get it on the Wii U Virtual Console, or you can download it as a Wii game. It's happening. I'm going to play Other M. I also want to say one other thing. I want to say uh, thank you to our newest $5 patron, Sebastian Atal- Atalano Zuniga. Woo-hoo. I butchered your name. But you're going to get something special. Awesome. Nice. Thanks for becoming a patron of the show. Uh, he's actually in our chat right now. S-A-Z. Uh, that's who that is. And so shout out to Thanks S-A-Z. Thank you for becoming a patron of the show. Uh, go ahead and send us a message on Patreon with your mailing address. And we'll get a little something to you. Yeah. So as thank does, you for being part uh, of then, the Patreon crew. Then he asks... Uh, how much do you predict Metroid Dread will sell? But One as of now, for Metro uh, Amazon pre-orders, has it the number one game 
for a Switch game and like the number four item for all of video games. This is this is really key here because um, it's number one there and number four in all of video games. However, IGN did a poll and asked how out of one to ten, how how excited are you for Metroid Dread? You know what it came in at six. What is wrong with people? <laughs> well, the well, yeah. You, I don't why I don't like these number scales because you know it's a, num- a bunch of ones and a bunch of tens, probably very little twos through nines, and it's just in the average. Yeah. So the six is really meaningless. If you want more Metroid games, if you are a Metroid fan, it is key that you go out and buy this game. All right. It is. Yep. It is. If you want more two D Metroid, like I know there's some people who love. Prime and good for you. That's awesome. If that's your thing, great. 2D Metroid is my thing. That's my Metroid. I need people to go buy this game so we get more. It's not a 19-year wait between this one right. and the next one. Because, y'all, if it's a 19-year wait between now and then, I will be 60 years old when Metroid whatever comes out. You don't want to know what I'll be. And chances are I won't be able to play it. I, no, I Andro says Andro says that uh, I'm buying three, and just even though I'm buying three, I don't care. You still need to buy one. Yep, <laughs> you're not covered, Andros. Uh, you you got you got no Metroid games ever sold three million. That's it is wild. That's absolutely correct. Uh, so real quick too, uh, the at the beginning of the week I was uh, on the uh, Retro Logic show. Yeah. Um, their podcast. They did a special Metroid during the Dad Fest. Uh, they did a Metroid episode, and they invited me along, which was really awesome. I got to talk Metroid the whole time, and uh, Dan led the way with going through all the games, and we discussed everything that we knew about Metroid. I'm sure we missed some things. We probably had some um actuallys, uh, but we had fun about it. So, and that's the point. So, and there is, uh, I did find a timeline that Nintendo had when. Uh, when uh, Super, excuse me, when Metroid 2 came out for the 3DS, uh, but it did not include the Prime games. It was still focusing on the Metroid uh, the timeline. So I, I don't know if the Prime games are in this or not. Uh, I mean, there's people who try to put it together. I did find the fandom site for that uh, as well. But in Japan, it's basically what we already know. Uh, they they had the timeline. It was basically Metroid or Zero Mission, if you will, is the first is the first game in the timeline. Then you play Metroid Two or Samus Returns. That's the second game. Then you play Metroid Super Metroid, and then for them, they actually have Other M next, and then Metroid Fusion. So, and it does make sense because Other M is. Spoilers that when Adam dies, you know, that and so. f- you know Fusion was made first and then other M, so that's correct. So. <laughs> yep. So, but that's the so it's a, little... a, a timeline that Nintendo had at the time when uh, Re- Samus Returns comes into play. Now there are mangas that uh, come into play that tell the story of Samus even before Metroid and Metroid Zero Mission. So you have those you can go back to. The Prime games come after. Metroid, Metroid Zero Mission, so they fit in there. The Prime, Prime Hunters, two and three, uh, and Federation Force, and then yep. it goes into Return to Samus, uh, Super Metroid, 
Other M and Fusion, and now Dread. Uh, Tim, I think you saying all that and highlighting all those games that these stories go across uh, is is really important because we we're going to have people that are interested in this game just based on it alone, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, now that's why it's very important that they work with Dark Horse to do that encyclopedia. Well, I, I think or- I I think it is too, but I also think it. it sh- I, I'm going to pour out this post on the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast forum. Uh, on Facebook from Sam Schumacher, uh, who said, uh, Nintendo puts a spotlight on the lack of legacy first-party content on Switch with the announcement of Metroid Dread. And basically his point is, is they're wanting people to be interested in Metroid, which at this point we would have to honestly say is like, a, and, and I'm not talking about quality, I'm talking in order of importance, is probably a B or C tier IP for Nintendo at this point, they want us to be interested in this, but how can we play and know Samus's story if we're not going to have games like Samus Returns, Fusion, Zero Mission, that kind of thing available on the Switch? They did show a little bit of a recap. It looks like, and I think it was in Treehouse, they showed a little bit that there's going to be a recap at the beginning of the game. So there will be that, and I guess they said that you should be able to play this game without having to play all the others. Well, I get that, past. but I, I think everybody should play all the others. I agree. They should. Because they're fantastic. And I also uh, agree that those games should be in in the NSO some way or some shape or form. I really, so. like, what I wish they would have done is gone like, hey, Metroid Dread's coming October 8th, but available next week is the Metroid 2D Collection. Metroid All-Stars. Yeah. Well, they do have the original and Super through NSO, but you know, the original is not the best way to play it. You know, oh, no. Zero Mission is definitely oh, the better oh, game. Gosh. And then... Uh, Russ G asks us this, are they reversing it and hinging all of it on Dread? All the others will come to switch if Dread is successful. Do you think that? That's a possibility. Or? It's not the best I, I, strategy. I, I don't know that it's... I don't know that that's the possibility more than they need to get Game Boy Advance games on the Switch. Yeah, hopefully. Wait, are they going to reverse what? Or like, basically, what he's saying is, is it a reversal? Like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna put out these and hope it gets you interested in Metroid Dread. They're hoping that Metroid Dread gets you interested in going back and playing all the others. Well, they have and to make they, all the others available, right? And then, <laughs> like, what he's saying is, will all the others come to Switch if Dread is successful? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that's so a possibility. If if they add GBA games to NSO, then we can get those other two. You know what would have solved all of this? Just have the virtual console on Switch. <laughs> that Just would give me all been the already games I've already paid for. Yeah, that would solve the whole thing. Anyway, uh, we could spend an entire show talking about Metroid, uh, <laughs> which we can, which we will. I certainly when could. It comes out, but uh, we already but did that. Let's talk about. I, <laughs> Guys, I think we're getting a little long in the tooth here. Let's just hit the ones. Jesse, from the rest of the presentation, you've got all of them. You did such a great job listing out everything. What are what were the games that stuck out to you? What are you excited about that Nintendo announced at E3? I'm, I'm curious about the Danganronpa Dissidents collection. I've tried the original Danganronpa on Vita a while ago and didn't get far. I might be up to trying it again. So this is a collection... 
of the first three Danganronpa games plus a new board game. Apparently, plus it's Animal like, Crossing Amiibo Fest. Right. But apparently this board game was a sub a mini game as part of three. This is then that and expanded to be a full-fledged game. And so that's called Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer. So that's new. And uh, the physical edition will be all four games on either in a cart or in a collection. And each game will be available digitally separately. And they come out later this year. Okay. Anything else? Um, we'll, we'll talk. Well, I figure we'll, we'll talk about the Zelda stuff at the end. Oh yeah, we're we're all going to talk about uh, Zelda. Wario WarioWare. I'm kind of on the fence on that. And those games are more fun with people, but I don't really have people here to play with. So I, I I'll see what people think of that one first before I get into that. That comes out September 10th. Yeah. Um. I'm, let's pause there and talk about that because Tim, I think you're excited about WarioWare too. Yes. Right? Yes. I am so excited. Was it not long ago that we were basically saying there needs to be a new WarioWare game for Switch? And lo and yes. behold, here it is. And it looks absolutely bonkers. As does, I mean, that's. That's the point of it, right? <laughs> I don't know how well the whole like your playable character is going to be on the screen, but. Like, I feel like that's really the only way they could have gone with it, right? Because it had gotten to be very touch-based or tilty or whatever, and now they have to have a way to represent most of that uh, just via controllers. And so... Well, they, both both systems, Switch and Switch Lite, both can have the well, ability they do to have move the still. Yeah, and the and who knows, so. that may be in there uh, yep. at some point, but I... I just love WarioWare, and I'm so glad. Uh, let me, a little side commercial here. If you have a 3DS and you've not picked up WarioWare Gold, you yes. owe it to yourself to get WarioWare Gold. That is a great Gold. collection. Yeah. So I, good. I, never bought, I never bought Gold. And it's the first fully voiced Wario from Charles Martinet, and he just blows it out of the park. Wario is so weird in those yes. games, and I love it. It's great. It, uh, D Life HDS, is this the first ever couch co op multiplayer Wario game? No, uh, the GameCube had a four player game, it had yeah. a four player game, but one, I would I would say Game and Wario is because you would have to pass around the, the game pad, and it wasn't so. I would say, as a WarioWare game, yes, it's the first couch co op. Um, I don't know the four no, the player one on one the Wii before, U one. Were, you, were you playing against each other or were you playing with each other? You were playing against each other in the Wii U one, if I remember. Right, but I thought you were. for me, co-op would be like you're you're both going for the same thing. Okay. Because that's yeah. what it looks like in this one. Like you're both trying to complete the level at the same gotcha. time. And then Smooth Moves for the Wii was basically only one remote would work and it had to be passed around. So Yeah. Yeah. Ninferno says if, if WarioWare has online, he challenges you, Jesse. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> okay, awesome. Simultaneous co-op is a first in the series. Uh, I kind of wish, and y'all don't shoot me for saying this, I thought Game & Wario was fun. We played the Fronks game a lot with my family, uh, and, as well as like the one where you stole things and you had to like blend in with the crowd. I thought those were fun. 
Um, it had a few big games. Not a lot of them were kind of misses to me. And I, I'm still kind of upset about the, what that the pirate one that was like the last game to get unlocked. They, they, they changed it around a little bit from the original 2011 E3 demo. They called it oh, Shield yeah. Pose. And, uh, I, I didn't like the end product for that. Yeah, it was one. real, it was real weird. It was hard to follow. Uh, so, I think Game and Wario had some good ideas. I just think it was mostly misses. Um, anything else in this list, Jesse, that really sticks out to you besides uh, Zelda? Uh, and then they talked about a little bit about Mario Golf that comes out in, uh, next week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> so they talk too much about Mario Golf that comes out next week. Um, I don't understand why they do that. Anyway. Well, since you mentioned it, let's just get this out of the way that we do have a monthly mayhem that's coming out. After yeah, I have, we're done I have with that the in the event section. Yeah, I see that. And that's why I was going to say, let's get it out of the way. Since Mario Golf is coming out, registration begins today and closes on July 3rd. You must sign up and commit to playing before July 3rd. And this monthly mayhem, $150 in prizes. Yes, there's $150 in prizes. Yeah, this will be more. This is like an eight week thing. So we've, or more, or more. It's part of our golf league. Yeah. So basically, what we're doing, we're taking the money that would normally go to Monthly Mayhem. And since it's multiple months, we're just pooling them all together and made a $150 set of prizes. How it gets broken up yet? I don't think we know. But we just, (laughs) we've we've committed the $150 in prizes to this. Tim and Jesse and I and Justin, we can't win. So. Yeah. We can still play, guys. but we can't win. We can Great. play. Uh, we might can ruin your chances at winning. <laughs> and while, and while you're registering, just to keep in mind for anybody who is currently doing the Monthly Mayhem for Metopia, it ends on June 19th, in a couple days or a day, depending on when you're listening. Yep. Players must submit a screenshot of how many medals were collected, and winners will be announced on Tuesday's episode of Dad's After Dark Show, number 50. There are 50. They're at 50. 50. Wow. That's a huge milestone for them. That's pretty cool. Uh, Tim, what what stuck out to you in this Nintendo, like out of what was left? Out of what was left? Yes. So just looking down this list really quick, Cruising Blast, you know how Uh much I love my racing games. And it's a game. Not at all. This is news to me. Uh, I completely forgot about the Cruising series, you know, when making predictions and stuff. I, I, you know, I was. I don't I don't think I mentioned it, but it was on my list of predictions was an Excite Truck game. Had I remembered this, I probably would have thought of something like a crazy cruising game, but I completely That would have been an amazing prediction. That would have, but I, I figured it was time Nintendo was going to do a racing game of some sort other than maybe your guys' prediction of Mario Kart 9. I, I love how they kind of just shoved it in there, too. Yeah, it was just like, like oh, was here's like, a cruising here's- game. Here's like five seconds of footage. Cruising games. <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. So I'm excited. I, I love I love some crazy you know arcade racing games. So I I hope it turns out to be well uh, work out well. So of course Mario Golf. Looking forward to that. Of course Monster Hunter Stories too with the monsties. <laughs> it just like it just sounds wrong. It does. Monsties. Yes. Uh, it just sounds. Ugh. Well, when you say it like that, that's creepy. Jeez. It's kind of like it's kind of like the word moist. It's well, if you say them together, moist monsties. 
All right. Well, are you aware, of course, and we'll talk about our predictions too in a, in a second. So, but uh, I'm excited about that, especially in this household. We still get some good games in together. Um, Doom Eternal. I found out that even though Sam, again, Sam always says hi to you guys. So, hey, uh, Sam. <laughs> uh, he, I thought he wasn't going to be excited or would care about this because he already has this DLC for the PS4 because we thought it wasn't coming to the Switch. Um, for whatever reason, we just assumed it wasn't because everybody else got it and nothing was said. And then they brought this in here and then they had the separate, uh, video of it. He watched it and I was working and I just hear this, what? And then he's like, yes. And he comes running over from out here upstairs, you know, pow, 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 and coming down the stairs. And he's like, I want this on my switch. I was like, dude, you already got this. He's like, I don't care. I want this on my switch. (laughs) So he was excited about that. Uh, I used to be excited about Tony Hawk coming to the switch, but just like Sam, I have it on the PS4. So I just go in there and play it whenever I need a Tony Hawk. Can we talk about Tony Hawk for just a minute? Yes. This looked really bad. Well, if you compare it to PlayStation, well, I mean, okay, but it, y'all, it looks really rough. If it's if it's meant to play, again, what we're we're going for is uh, on the go playability, right? And plays well. So we're gonna lose the graphics for hopefully the playability to um, to do that. So um, as long as as long as you get the is it 60 frames per second in order for that game to do well? As long as we get yeah. that with, with a low with a low uh, resolution, then so be it. And that's going to be great to be able to play the same game that you would play on a PS4 on the go on your Switch. Who knows? Maybe eventually I'll get it. Maybe if it's on sale or something, maybe I'll pick it up. But I, it's because I have on the PS4. I just I'm just going to go with that there. The Strange Brigade game I was looking for, uh, actually, when that when they were showing that, that looked very interesting. I didn't go buy it that day because I still got other things. I'm trying to hold back from just buying games. <laughs> I want to be able to finish the games that some of the games I, I have right now. Uh, I know I won't finish all of them, but there's a couple that I want to get done before I start getting into other games. Um, Advance Wars 1 and 2, and I know Mari's probably going to want to talk about this as well, but the that was a surprise. That there was a nice surprise to yeah, see. Yeah, I watched. I saw Roger's reaction to that, and yeah, I did too. I watched that like, one too. Advance Wars he, Two was his like favorite game of all time. So yeah, yes, he's, he's all in on this. He was already his voice was already lost from the Metroid yeah. <laughs> reaction, so it's like already excited for that. But that I, did you did you think we were going to get an Advance Wars again ever? I mean, maybe eventually, no. but well. I, I, what I, what I was thinking is if, if they ever brought the series back, it would be a, a new game, like you know, Switch Wars. Okay. You know, because, yeah. Because you know, because it has right. it has its roots going back to the Famicom and game called Famicom Wars. Yeah. And then so it's Advance Wars because it's on the Game Boy Advance. So that's that's the naming. Yes. Going on. It's just well, it they just had Advance stalled. Wars on the DS though, didn't they? So they kept the Advance Wars on know. DS. Yeah, because I had the DS one. Uh, and I really enjoyed the, that one. Uh, was it Dual Strike or something like that? 
Marty, do you remember oh, which of Advance course, Wars? Because DS, DS, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Advance Wars Dual Strike. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one I really liked. So that was uh, the one where you could fight from the land or the air. Yes. Like so, you could transition between screens. When you when you yeah, control that actually kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, that's that's a slick idea. That makes sense. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun I, with that game. Yeah, I'm so glad we're talking about this game finally because <laughs> uh, this was the to me this was like the it's never going to happen right like yes I didn't I didn't think we would ever get uh, another Advance Wars uh, but man golly how cool yeah. was this uh, when the screen went dark and it, I heard that sound that's it was the. The, the sound when they stomp. Yeah, you on the immediately cities. called it out. You're like, I was is this like, Advance Wars? Is that Advance Wars? <laughs> was, and then it said the Orange Army, Orange Star yeah. Army. And I was like, oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. I can't wait yes. for this now, one. Now, D Life HD in the chat asked, what did you guys think of the art style compared to the old ones? Love it. I immediately was like, these look like toy soldiers, you know, like playing with the plastic toy soldiers. Some people uh, compared it to, I think, a little unfairly to mobile games. Uh, like a mobile game graphic. And I could kind of see that because it, it, they have, they kind of like shiny, you know? Okay. But I, think I actually gonna, was going to compare it to L- Link's Awakening. Yeah. I think that I, like, that's what it felt like more to me too. But uh, honestly, like, I think that that's a, a neat take on it. Like if the characters look real <laughs> and the, uh, <laughs> Paul says those people have no soul. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, those people may be in the chat. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say it though. Um, I just like I love how Nintendo takes like games that are already a little stylized like that and they reinvent them. Yeah. Uh, the the whole the the Apparently real truth is, behind this though is way forward is doing this game. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. So with and they're good. Two D art is their forte. The, uh, I kind of already thought it was them before it was confirmed because when they did when they showed it in Treehouse. And they were doing like the commanding officer powers and they had their little like, yes. you know, animations. I was like, God, that looks like way forward. Looks yeah. kind of like Shantae. Yeah, it does have that and little, then, yeah. Sure enough, it's, I, I'm going to say this. If you are a, a fan of Fire Emblem at all and you are on the fence about Advanced Wars, go ahead and feel free to get off the fence. <laughs> this is the superior Nintendo Tactics game. Oh, okay. It Those really are fighting is. words for some people. <laughs> um, there is so much to dig into in these, like from like different troop types that are weak or strong against others, and um, the ability to like fight against your friends, yeah, uh, and stuff. And like it's that. A, I mean, it's straightforward too. You, you know, oh, yeah. with the fire emblem, you don't have any the fluff that comes with that kind of game. Not saying I don't that's have a bad to go thing. to tea with any of these characters to get them. Not to a join bad my thing. Team. Yeah, it's not a bad right. thing if you, you know, because I enjoy the the fire. fire. Mega Dragon 101 calls it uh, Fire Emblem without the waifus. Exactly, yes. So there you go. That, yeah, it, it's uh, take out the waifus, add in tanks. You're good. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, straightforward strategy course, game. Yeah. You know, you know in Japan, somewhere there's an anime of a tank waifu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yeah, why not? Yes. So and then and then after that we get into the Zelda presentation part. Okay, well we'll save that here uh, for just a minute. Jesse went and uh, t- was typing in a title for the show, and I was just about to add it to you. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I think we I think we're all in agreement here. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about 
the, a couple of games that, that really stuck out when to me, I'm glad you covered advanced wars uh, already. Um, I am strangely interested, ironically in strange brigade. Um, it reminds me a little bit of there was a, um, a game that was on Wii U that was multiplayer uh, that came out like maybe toward the end of the Wii U's life. And it was like you went on raids together and like, you know, everybody was a different class or something. It kind of really reminded me of that. Uh, and yeah, I, I brought was, this I brought this one up, too, because it did pique my interest as well. The like, Strange Brigade game. It was kind of weird how they dropped it, too. They're like, oh, it's yeah, it's out today. Fight some mummies. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't, it's on my radar for sure. I wonder if anybody's got, like, if you're out there and you've got it, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you about how that is. Uh, I think I already found the art to go with that title. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Let's talk Zelda, uh, highs and lows. Um, okay. there's a lot to dig into here. So, uh, the, uh, the details of the age of calamity expansion pass have been, uh, released at least for wave one uh pulse of the ancients will include a new playable character battle tested guardian <laughs> i love this i love that you can play as a guardian the only thing that i wish that you could do is just like one of the buttons just queued up that frantic piano music for when a garden guardian saw you <laughs> so you can just run around the map it'd be great yeah, this, the, all most of this information in the notes came from that one still shot with all the yeah. little words that was there for, for five three seconds. seconds and went away. Yes, you paused um, it and wrote it down. Yep. <laughs> Brand new added weapon types: flail for Link, which is basically made out of a guardian's legs. That's that looks kind of cool. I, I, look, I, <laughs> Link's is like, well, my weapon broke. I'm gonna need those legs. He's Rocket Raccoon now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Master Cycle Weapon for Zelda, which looks awesome. It adds in apocalyptic difficulty level, new challenges in the Royal Ancient Lab, and uh, added some challenging new enemies like higher ranking, higher <laughs> ranking. Okay, now I got to yep, rethink the it title. Was there. Higher <laughs> ranking wizards. You got if you're gonna do that to me, you gotta you gotta word it different in the doc. No, I'm not going to do that to you. Oh, I, I, I like the other title better. I don't. Can we clip uh, that? Can we no, clip that, Jesse? God, please, please. Don't. I want. I uh, want higher wanking as a button. Oh, <laughs> uh, we broke ourselves. Oh, I hate you guys sometimes. Uh, <laughs> giant choo choos and more. And guess what, guys? If you're listening to this on Friday, it's available right now. So. If you're like me and you bought the Age of Calamity expansion pass without realizing you did it, <laughs> tomorrow you'll have new stuff in your game. Hey, there you go. Uh, and if you were I, in Europe and you thought you got it for free, it, it got undot. <laughs> uh, so, Marty, honestly, you have you have a you got some time before July. Can I, um, <laughs> can I um, make a confession here, guys? Okay. I have not beaten Age of Calamity yet. Well, you. It's okay. Right. I, I need have. to start. I need it's to okay. start. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. What's Age um, of Calamity? <laughs> yeah. The third one. Which? I huh? Yeah. I don't know. I said, "What's Age of Calamity?" <laughs> That's that. It's. 
Age of Calamity is Hyrule Warriors. Yes, I know. I that's I'm joking. I don't get it. I, don't. I haven't played it yet. That's why I have not touched the game. I bought it and I haven't even played okay. it yet. Wave two, Wave two bought, is also the coming. <laughs> Wave two is also coming in November 2021. So hopefully by that time, Tim will have actually played one of the best games on the Switch. Justin still hasn't bought it either. Please. I'll let him borrow my copy. Uh, and hey, guys, here's a reminder. Skyward Sword HD is coming out on July 16th. Please buy it. So- so my son apparently didn't watch the when Skyward HD was originally presented. He didn't know about how the right sticks would be implemented. So when he saw that, he goes, "What?" So I had to explain it to him. But yeah, I think he gets well, it now. Okay. Uh, also, uh, here's your here's your highs and lows for this. Uh, after here, uh, after those announcements, uh, Alnuma appears. It basically says, hey, guys, uh, yes, we know um, that <laughs> we know it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda. And we're not doing anything for it, <laughs> but we made <laughs> you this clock that plays three old games. <laughs> uh, and that was my that's my best buy pre-order. That you, you ordered the clock, too. I yes. ordered the clock. Um. <laughs> I have it ordered as well. And this is a prediction point for me for the year. <laughs> why are they not? Why are they? Same, why same is here. this all they're doing? Same here. Why is know. this all they're doing? Because it's only 35. Pandemic, maybe, hopefully. It's only 35. Did you see what they did for Mario? Well, I'm sure a lot of... If, Mar- if, if there had been no pandemic... Mario would have gotten a ticker tape parade through the middle of New York City. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I obviously don't know what's on the shelf and what's not, but Nintendo is known to completing games, shelving it for a while, and releasing it when they're ready. Yeah. So we, we don't know how long these things have been in the works and done and not, but uh, you know, def- definitely there was overlap in development. But I think the Zelda likely had more of an impact due to the pandemic than Mario did. That's very true. I, I do think this is kind of cool, uh, but I also do agree with Jesse's uh, comment during our reaction that he hoped this would be the the dual the clamshell design. Yeah, I wanted yes. the dual screen uh, game and watch. Yeah. So this is going to come really cool. with uh, Legend of Zelda, Zelda Two. Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, as well as a, a, a Link-themed uh, version of Vermin uh, and the clock. And my son heard something as he was watching while we were reacting. He heard playable clocks. Yeah, there's all, Is there's that a, true? Yeah, there's a clock mode and a timer mode. And it sounds like you're able to take control of Link during those modes. Hmm. I don't know what you can do. Because you cannot do that with Mario. Right. Nope. On the Mario Game & Watch. No, you cannot. So, this is out November 12th, uh, and y'all, pre-orders are still available for it. Uh, Mecca it does asks, not look why like is, it's going very fast. Mecca asks, why isn't the, this the DX version? I don't know. It That would have made sense. Why is it stretched to 4.3? That's that's the, the more obscure question. Why not just keep it the same one-to-one ratio? Right. 
Uh, I don't Andros- like I don't like Game Boy games stretched. I don't like Wii games stretched. Yeah, I don't either. I don't Andros like the television games stretched. He says, I'm a huge Zelda fan, but I think we have to realize that Zelda isn't as big as we think. So if Mario got a big celebration, best we can hope for is special re-releases for Zelda. Best we can best we can hope for is special re-releases. Best we can do, you get a clock. <laughs> uh, like, and I like uh, that clock. I do. I think it looks cool. Like the green and the gold, I think look good together. Yeah. Uh, the box looks pretty classy. I, I'm, I'm glad we're getting this. I was just disappointed because I love Wind Waker and I love Twilight Princess. I think it's a perfect time to put them on Switch. And that I wanted another prediction of mine to be right. That'll be next year. If they're going to do a yearly Zelda type thing, maybe they'll do a next year thing. Yeah. Yeah. Andros also says this. I write technically that's three re releases. Was the re-releases of Zelda 1, 2, yes. and Link's Awakening. Um, from there, he showed off a trailer for uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel that we're not allowed to tell you what its name is yet, because according to Bill Trennan to, to, uh, to IGN, they do have a title for the game, but they're holding back on it because it would give away part of what is uh, going on in the game. So... That sounds Let's like a bad about, title, then. Let's because you're going to have to tell us trailer. eventually. Okay. Yeah. Let, can we can we talk about the trailer? There's a lot going on in this trailer. Link's getting yeah. his arm torn off or possessed. Uh, <laughs> there's a skeleton that's, like, breathing heavy. Link's falling out of the sky. He's got longer hair, and then he has shorter hair. And one of them, he looks like the guy from um, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. And then he's running around on the ground. And there's uh, Bokoblins riding living rocks. Zelda's and, falling into a chasm. And he, what in the point, crap is going he, on? He, he falls up through a rock and comes up the, th- the top part. I'm like, what? What happened there? Yeah. And like, he made his own little portal he does through the reverse, rock. He does reverse stasis. Uh, yeah, and, then like t- it, and then at the like, end... Well, it's like a uh, time rewind. Yeah, and then at the end, they hit you with the castle lifting into the air and this weird off sounding yeah like backward like playing backwards, something noise like the notes are backwards yeah. uh it, apparently someone Zelda, did like those as the lullaby or whatever i yeah, always yes. forget the names of the songs yeah someone apparently did play the trailer backwards and it, it is a song from the original breath of the wild Okay. Yeah, and then there's these weird voices when it's lifted out of the ground and it's like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know I didn't I don't know what the voices said. That? I, y'all. Uh so there's there's all kind like people already have all kinds of bananas theories about <laughs> this. Like you want to know you want to hear the most bananas ones I've heard so far? This sure. is this is the craziest one is that the original hero was Ganon. Which is why he has the red hair. In those, you know, in the tapestry, when they're explaining the story that the original hero was Ganon and that somehow he passes his power on to Link, who is now the hero. Interesting. Okay. Or or the other bonkers theory I've heard is that this is two timelines. So I I saw that it could be another timeline split again. And well, like, actually, don't do that. let me rewind. The thing about Ganon being the thing is like Ganon is the hero until he's corrupted by demise. Right. Like yeah, they're, I, they're going back into that. that. Yeah. And then Link has to come in 
a hundred years later yeah, and, and take him out. And there was there was a you know they showed a scene where Link is like skydive falling, just like it came out of Skyward Sword. Yeah. yeah. Now do we realize why Skyward Sword is getting re-released? By the way. Yep. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot uh, of other similarities. Y'all, there's, there, I mean, there's still so much to unpack from that. Uh, you know. Yeah. I Like, I don't know. This, where they're going with this, could, um, I obviously we have no idea what the story is going to be in the second one. Uh, and a lot of people are having fun with speculation with that. And I think it's really cool what they're doing with it, too, because there's a lot of linking no pun intended with uh pun uh, very intended <laughs> with things that we know from the history of the legend of zelda um so i'm excited to see where they take it further in the second game and i speculated in our discord that this they could be, be potentially working on a trilogy here that for all we know hmm hmm You know, that's true. And I wonder if, because I haven't finished it, if there's some answers in, like, if there's some things hidden in Age of Calamity that call out to this that we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there's there could be even while you're playing it. is all over the place. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> does this tie into Skyward Sword? There's people, like, saying that it connects connected to Majora's Mask. Some people are saying uh, the, the other most bonkers theory that I heard was that the sprite of Link or the, the character model of Link that we see falling through the sky is so different than the one that's on the ground, right? Yeah. Where he's in like the blue tunic and the pants and everything. And that that is, this is Nintendo specifically doctored the footage to use that character model to hide that being Zelda. And that Link is in the sky and Zelda is on the ground. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it's it's we're gonna hear all kinds of stuff Y'all, too. I don't like. I don't know. And it th- so it ends with 2022. Yes. And right? I'm hoping that between now and then we get at least, I would say at least two more things about the game. Oh, I'm, ca- in, I'm calling, in our own direct and uh, this is this the game is March. Award. This is March 2022. I'm really feeling yeah. they're gonna they're gonna try to line them up, right? Yeah. March March 2017, March 2022. Yeah, uh, we, well, we speculate we all we were all speculating on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, a we're, while ago, we were, I mentioned that back but, in episode 326. In fact, yeah. So, guys, that was their E3. I want to scroll down here in our notes to our predictions because on our road to E3, we made personal predictions for. Um, for this, and uh, here's what's going to happen. Whoever wins this, um, we're going to, among us, and Justin's not here, so I can do this. Whoever wins this among us is going to get a $5 eShop card. Sound cool? Okay. All right. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to start with Justin since he's not here. Uh, one DLC fighter will be announced at E3. Have you ever noticed that Justin makes a lot of predictions and they're all kind of generic? So yeah. he, he's like, I made 20 predictions, guys. Uh, that's why I have 15 of them right. Um, anyway, uh, one DLC <laughs> fighter announced Master Chief Crash Astral Chain rep at E3, and there will be more DLC. He was wrong about that. So did we give yeah. him a half point there? Well, I think he, I say no, because he 
was narrowing down on the franchise that the one fighter would be. Okay. And he missed. No, he has no points. Uh, new Xenoblade game will be teased late 2021, early 2022. No. Animal Crossing will have season pass. No. 2D Metroid. Yes. Uh, we will see more about the sequel to Breath of the Wild and get a release date before the end of the fiscal year. Give him half a point. I agree with that. Right. Uh, we won't hear about Metroid Prime 4 during E3. That's false because they mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> That's false. They mentioned it. That's a no. Uh, third party games that could be announced. Holy crap. He called Mario and Rabbids 2. Uh, so I'm giving him. Uh, and Life is Strange. And Life is Strange. Give him half a point there. Um, Pikmin 4 announced. No. Mario Kart 9 this holiday. Uh, it says here, Tim disagrees, but we'll buy for Justin if he's right. No. I don't have um, to buy Mario Kart 9. <laughs> more cloud games announced. He's right about that. Uh, possible. He said the possible candidates were Assassin's Creed, Jedi Fallen Order, or Marvel's Avengers. Well, we got Marvel. It was just Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right. Uh, Master Chief Collection announced for Switch. No. Nintendo Axe Mother 3 in some way. What does that mean? Acknowledge. Oh, No. And Mega Man 12 announced. Did he right. also? Okay, no, he didn't. He didn't call that. That's not a prediction. Uh, let's move on to. I'm just scrolling up here. Tim, new WarioWare game announced. Yes. Uh, they will celebrate the 35th Zelda anniversary, but it won't be as much as Mario's. Yes. Four Swords for Nintendo Switch Online. Oh. Wrong. 2D Metroid. Yes, Breath of the Wild will release with upgraded Switch in spring 2022. We want to give determined. him a half a point for that. Yeah, get- yeah, I'm okay with that since this is it's it hasn't been proven false yet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> another 3DS game will get ported to the Switch. No, Rhythm Heaven. No, Arkham Collection. No, no Mario Kart Nine. Yes, more cloud games announced. Yes. Uh, Steam app for Switch to allow streaming of Steam library. No, Switch UI update announced. No, and then Nintendo. We don't. We're not giving you points for this. Well, no, Square Enix releases. We're not giving you points for these. They're not Nintendo related. But you were but, right. But about, they're not being released on a Switch. <laughs> now, but here's the thing: they're not collections. They're individual releases. So you're kind of right, but you're also kind of wrong. No, I thought it was a collection. No, they'll be individually. Okay. Uh, Tim Purchased. also predicted new Bioshock game and new Spiral game announced. For so Nintendo. for Tim, that is one, two, three, four and a half. Justin got uh, two, one, one and a half, two and a half, two and a half. So Tim, you're winning right now. Winning. Jesse says the final two DLC fighters for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be revealed with a hint that there will be no more DLC in the future. No. No. Uh, I want to see either a new 2D-based Zelda or a remaster of Minish Cap. No. Uh, Metroid, yes. Uh, we'll see more about the sequel to The Breath of the Wild and get a release window before the end of the physical year. Yes. Half right. Uh, we'll see more about Metroid Prime 4, but not a nearby release date. No. No Mario Kart 9. Yes, you got that right. Nintendo. Amico will finally show off what their physical media is and how it works. Did they do that? They did not. Well, <laughs> then you've got one, 
to two and a half points. So you and Justin are tied for second place. Uh, my predictions, I only had one, two, three, four, five predictions, six predictions. Uh, Arms 2 will be revealed. No. 2D Metro game of some kind. Yes. Mario Kart 8 DLC or Mario Kart 9. No. Doom Guy makes it into Smash. No. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD Collection. No. Ends with the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 with a release date. Yes. So I got two points. The winner of a $5 eShop card, Tim, give yourself a hand. <laughs> Yay. Yay. You are good at predicting <laughs> things. Uh, nobody's really good at predicting things. That's why we <laughs> it was always that. fun. It's always yeah, that's fun. Why we don't have a, that's why we don't have a Switch Pro yet. Uh, a couple other little uh, E3 tidbits here and other release things. Uh, I'm just going to skip to this one. Uh, Jesse, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming to Switch on June 30th. I am so happy. Um, and I pre-ordered can it. I, can I say this? Can we say this right here very seriously? Uh, kids don't need to play this game. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, we're we're saying that not. on every channel and every possibility. Kids yeah. Do not don't so, so don't you know be the deceived game. by the trailer. Do not so, be so, deceived by the trailer. <laughs> so yeah, Marty, you've you've played it or know of the game? I read the uh, plot on Wikipedia. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna say if y'all planning to play this, don't spoil yourself because that ruins half the fun. Yeah, yeah it does. No, I, I did see not that. I did not spoil myself. I did watch the trailer. And I heard everybody say, don't let kids watch it. And I'm watching the trailer. And I'm like, they're saying confusing things like that. It's a, it's a thriller or it's what the they scariest call it. game I've ever played. It, it's was one like, of the box quotes, but it's all this cutesy pink and white animation stuff going on, anime stuff going on. And I'm like, my brain is like, don't fall for it, Tim. It's Just like, what game. is going on yeah. here? Yeah. So it's not yeah. ruining myself. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to play it. But I won't, yeah, and I don't won't let your kids play this. Else. Don't let your kids watch you play it. Okay. No. Don't, don't, no. I don't. have it pre-ordered. It's uh, going to be downloaded on my switch. So there's no kids going to yeah. be playing yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I I'm, I'm buying this digitally to play it. And I bought the physical edition as well. Nice. I've actually, I bought two. I'll give one to my kid. There you go. Now, I mean, like, so if my kids have kids, all three, all three kids, of my kids are older. Right. All three, all three of my kids have already played the original game, so that's different. But yeah, so yep, okay. Yeah, Just take I it, am take so from, happy. Take it from Uncle Jesse. Kids don't and need to play this game. I really want to stream this, but I'm not even going to stream it because that will spoil it for anyone else yeah. who wants to play it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want I don't I don't want to risk younger people watching the stream. True. Yeah. Um, today, prior to our recording, Pokemon Unite news was released. The Nintendo Switch version launches in July ahead of the mobile version, which will be released in September. Cross platform play is planned, and if you log in with your Nintendo account or Trainer Club account, you'll be able to use your game data on any device. That's pretty cool, uh, and that. Just to refresh us here, that's the uh, Pokemon MOBA, right? Yes. Okay. So, multiplayer online battle arena. Your guess is as good as mine. What MOBA stands for, <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't know. I'm just making up words over here. Um, uh, also, I want to throw here, uh, you know, there's lots of people... I, I saw in, in on Twitter over the last few days, lots of people saying, nobody really wins E3. That's really childish to say. Nintendo won. 
I don't care. You know how I know that? Because uh, here we go. 3.1 million so. people, according to Stream Hatchet, watched Nintendo's E3 presentation, which is makes it the presentation with the highest viewership. Xbox was second with 2.3 million, followed by Ubisoft at 1.4 million, Square Enix at 1.3, Devolver Digital at 1.1, and Capcom at 4, meaning it was just us who watched it <laughs> and put ourselves through that 30 minutes of crap. So, That's correct. with that being said, guys, uh, let's welcome, move Capcom. on and talk about some events. We've already talked about Monthly Mayhem, but let's reiterate here that Monthly Mayhem uh, begins uh, uh, on July the 3rd, right after July 3rd. Registration for that, Mario Golf Super Rush Monthly Mayhem, closes on July the 3rd. Winners of the current Monthly Mayhem, which is Metopia, will be announced uh, this coming Tuesday on Dad's After Dark Episode 50, uh, and that ends on June 19th. So if you have an entry for Metopia, it needs to be in very, very soon. Then Frendo asks this, uh, is Doki Doki Literature Club the follow-up to Doki Doki Panic? No. No. Yeah. Don't, if you don't, for those don't who don't know, the two. Doki Doki is the Japanese onomatopoeia for a beating heart. Normally, an ex- like excited one, whether it's uh, due to exhaustion or more likely uh, like love and there you that go. that type of beating heart. There you go. Don't don't confuse it with the with the other stuff. Is basically what we're saying. Uh, so also for your enjoyment this weekend, if the Metopia monthly mayhem wasn't enough, a brand new Tetris 99 Maximus cup, uh, is now, if you're listening to us, uh, and it's the 18th of June, it's happening right now and it's Metopia themed. You get a hundred points, you get a brand new Metopia theme for Tetris 99 uh, if you've not played Metopia, I will say this. Uh, the music is awesome in the game. You should play this theme just for the music. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dust off Tetris for this. It's been a while yep. since I played it. I think since the last time I played it was the 20th Maximus Cup. <laughs> Same here. I got my theme and I said, well, I'm done. Home there was one theme close. I missed. I don't remember which one it was, but I missed it. Well, theme. you can buy them in the shop now. You just have to play a lot of Tetris. <laughs> or I can, or I, can tra- I can trade in my themes I don't want anymore. Um, I'm not going to do that. Why would you do I, that to your themes? I don't know. I wouldn't. They, it's, like, it's like all the puppies that people got during the pandemic, and now they're giving them back to the pound or just setting them free. <laughs> terrible. Well, that guys, terrible. let's round out the show tonight by talking about what we've been playing and then the community spotlight. <laughs> We just acknowledged Zelda more than Nintendo did uh, at E3. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, Tim, hang on. I'm looking what? here. <laughs> Tim's just been playing one game? Yes. Just one? Just one game? Just one I had time Tell for. Tell us about it, Tim. So I've been playing a game called Wave Break. <laughs> Have you guys seen anything about this game? No. no, 
No, okay. Well, it's essentially, you're a bear in a speedboat that does tricks in it like Tony Hawk. Hmm. And it's set in the 80s with a Miami Vice theme. Okay. You follow me there? All right. So is everyone wearing neon? It's a very neonish game. It's not wearing it, but there's a lot of people like the, the bear I have. He's wearing a, uh, was it Crockett and Sonny or something like that? Was it? Yeah. Crockett, uh, who had the white suit. He's got that type of thing with the pink, uh, t-shirt underneath the, you know, shoot, suit jacket <laughs> type thing. Yeah. That's what he's wearing. So, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, kind of like the other, uh, skating game that I was playing. I can't remember at the moment. Let me look real quick. Um, gotta go to my list of, uh, skating games and skate city. That's right. The other one I was trying out there where, uh, you can do, it's a skate city was a 2d scroller, uh, side scroller skating game. But the thing that was similar between this and the, um, wave break game is that you get boards that you have to complete objectives on. So you get a list of objectives that you have to complete and uh, you get rewarded for that. And then you can take those rewards, which is money and be able to upgrade your boat uh, or buy a new boat or buy your new clothes or whatever. Um, you also, when you earn rewards, you gain levels to be able to open up the next uh, campaign or next board in the campaign. Oh, I forgot to add one other mechanic in the game. You can actually, while you're doing these tricks in the boats and stuff, you can actually pick up guns and shoot things on the board with your guns that you, you know, need to shoot. <laughs> because so it's, it's Miami, it's a Miami Vice type thing where you. So got, instead of Link's crossbow training on horseback, we have bears with guns on boats. On boats, yes, you have to try to uh, shoot things while you're while you're doing tricks and stuff. Now, the other day, Justin asked, "Hey, how's Wave Break going?" And I'm like, "It's cool, but I'm having a hard time with controlling this thing and getting anywhere in this game." <laughs> like I told him, "Okay, I'm gonna have every time I go to play it, it's late at night or whatever, and maybe I'm not concentrating enough or something like that." But I can't seem to get at some of these objectives. Like there's there's a couple objectives where you have to collect letters throughout the board, and you all on each board is has a time limit too. So you have to collect these things, not all at once. You can you know each time you go at at collecting things, you you scratch it off your objectives list and you move up on your level board and you're done with that particular objective. So you could go for collecting all of these objectives if you want, but. There was one I, I guess I've been trying really hard at getting. It was basically grinding on some beams to get collect the, the letters to the word combo. And I have to collect each letter and each pole or each object I have to grind. There's it curves. So I've been having a hard time trying to figure out how I grind without falling off and jumping to the next beam to get to the next letter. And so and, and ignoring all the objectives because I'm trying to figure out this one mechanic for grinding and collecting <laughs> these other things. But there's things like, you know, collecting the letters, find all the cash. So there's like cash icons floating around in different parts of the board that you can go find and then you collect them. And if you collect all the cash then you get that reward, 
they have another thing called find the perv magazines. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for those high wankers we were talking about earlier. So <laughs> like Marty. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. The, so you can click those and there's like grab, uh, do do certain moves so you can like do a grab off the northwest kicker 360 grab out of the southeast window you know do all those type of things so those are objectives you can learn and there's others that you can unlock and then again as you collect rewards you unlock another stage within the campaign so i'm still learning more about this game um i was thinking of jumping on a stream to do it at some point but again i've been having a hard time with controls not just with the grinding but just it's water mechanics so you're trying to do tricks in water so and then so you're trying to find some some ramps and things to do tricks on and then there's even platforms you can get on that i'm having a hard time trying to get to in the first place in order to start collecting some of the collectible things so it's not anything on the game i i don't feel like it's the game it's me as the player just trying to get used to it so i'm trying to give it its, its due and try to keep going at it to see if i can get to a certain point to then be able to start sharing what I'm experiencing. But so Tim, what I hear you saying here is you suck. Yes. I suck at this game. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's cool. So I mean, or I I, I said it earlier about, you know, you graciously sent me a copy of Returnal that you own (laughs) because you don't have a PS five and I do. And I wanted to try it out and I heard mixed things. And I love the game. I love the atmosphere. I love everything about it. Control's fantastic. I suck at it. <laughs> right. Terrible. I can't even beat the first boss. Well, Marty, that, that wave break is the only thing I've been playing. So if you want to take over by talking about that game and or going into what else you've been playing, go for it. Uh, well, thank you for that segue. I've been playing uh, Game Builder Garage, and I see that Jesse and I have actually been playing the same games. So, Jesse, feel free to hop in here anytime. Uh, I've not put as much time into Game Builder Garage as the other game that I want to talk about simply because the other game has absolutely captured any gaming attention and time that I have. Yeah, in fact, but, I haven't but, put much time into both of these games. I For Game Builder Garage, I only so far have built the first game. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did that on I a stream. I haven't even done that. Okay. <laughs> so I did that on a stream, and then during while I was on the stream, people were throwing codes at me. So I'm like, okay, I'll just load up these codes and play these games. Some of them were really cool. One of them is like a Doom Eternal type of game. Yeah, shooter. yeah. Did you play Minecraft 2? No, I don't think <laughs> I did. You, know, you need to look up Minecraft 2. It's a guy, he did a video of it. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, he's got, there's some other good ones in there too, um, but uh, I like this game. Uh but I think there's a miss here. And and somebody pointed this out on one of the threads or tweets or forums I was reading that if this game was created by Nintendo to teach kids or, or uh, how to code or to give them, uh, a, you know, a love of coding, it's really, really, really wordy. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of talking here. A and- lot. And there's no coding either. It's you're 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 connecting nodes to objects that has code sure. in the background that's hidden, and you can't. I don't think you can ever change that. Like the first thing I thought of was I'd love to change the jumping physics of this robot because I hate the jump, but I probably won't be able to do that. 
Sure. Uh, but I will say that I've seen some pretty incredible things being made with this. Um, I've seen uh, Super Mario Kart tracks being made with it. Uh, I've seen uh, Earthbound being recreated in 3D uh, in, in this. So what I'm really interested in is it's kind of like when Mario Maker comes out. Uh, and like at first you're like, oh, cool, we can do this, this and this and this. But then there's people who take it like way further than you thought it could go. I'm interested in seeing that. I picked up this game, honestly, for the what we're going to see in it, like for playing other people. Yeah, games. like six months down the road, people will be breaking the game yes. and that will be awesome. So uh, SAZ somebody says somebody made an F-Zero game. Uh, we need that code. Somebody tweet us that code. <laughs> I need it uh, immediately. That'd be great. Uh, another game that Jesse and I have both been playing is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, and I think we're kind of Laurel and Hardy on this. Um, yeah. Uh, you hate it. I love it. Well, I, I hated it at first because I, when I did the configuration, I wanted to set it on the easiest setting. Knowing my history with other relaxing clank games, I'm like, I need to, I want this to be easy so I can play through the story. I go through the tutorial level and I'm getting my butt kicked. I'm like, what's going on? I'm not supposed to be able to die. I'm obviously dying here. So I thought I was just, you know, I'm stupid. But so I, I so I'm like, okay, I'm glad I paid $75 for 10 minutes of gameplay. Great. <laughs> so I loaded up a few days, uh, I loaded it up. After E3, stuff was done on Tuesday. And check the settings again. Yeah, I was on the hardest setting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that'll make a difference. Yeah, a little bit. So I was able to finish the tutorial. I got to the point where I got the title card. And then you start controlling Ratchet again. And that's when I stopped and I haven't had a chance to go back to it. But I do plan on going back to it. Okay. Gotcha. Um so, yeah, this is a really interesting game. Um, I mean, besides Returnal, this is pretty much the first uh, true PS5 exclusive uh, that's out there. And, y'all, this is – it's absolutely gorgeous. And it may be my game of the year so far. Like, I was really hyped for this game coming nice. up to it. See, uh, the, I'm super the, excited by the it. The rift effects don't happen the way you mentally think they should. Uh-huh. Kind of makes me a little seasick. Watch when they when they pull it off. I hope I get used yeah. to it because I'm presuming this is going to be happening most of the game. Oh yeah, there's lots of riffs all the way. That's through. the MacGuffin. Uh, and so I, I love this expansion of Ratchet's world and story as they can kind of continue to reboot Ratchet uh, in, in a way. Uh, the only thing I can think playing this game is what could they do with Sly Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. Another game I bought back on the PS2. And Sly didn't Cooper. Get far. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sly Cooper on the PS5 would be amazing. Uh, if you've got a PS5, which means there's probably like two of you that do, uh, you need to pick up, <laughs> you need to pick up Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It's just really good. Uh, it's not Nintendo, but we won't talk about it anymore. It, Jesse, it, it, you it, actually... it did, it did hurt paying $70. Oh, for yeah. A digital game. <laughs> yeah, it did. But I, I bought. I actually bought the launch edition um, disc version. So I got I a, a couple of. <laughs> um, 
I've got a couple of extra, like little extra things because that was the launch edition. Yeah, we got. The, I want a copy of the launch. I got the pixelator and the carbonox armor, um, <laughs> which the pixelator is really cool. It's like a pixel shotgun turns enemies into pixels. Um, the carbonox armor does nothing. Oh, okay, this um, is the the extra content that they like. If I load the game from from scratch and I goes to my choose a game save to load, it says you know buy the. Buy th- this extra pack for ten dollars. Is that what this no, is? No, that's not it. That's an uh, that's another pack that will give you uh-huh. five armors and some rare titanium and all kinds of other stuff. This was like a pre-order bonus. Okay. So my Walmart just had launch day edition Ratchet and Clanks in the case. I was like, okay, I'll take that. Well, so yeah, considering so there it you was go. Launched last week. Uh, sure, it makes sense. Right. Uh, so yeah, Jesse, you've actually been playing games made by Nintendo. Yes. Uh, so why don't you talk about those? So, so because knowing my history with Samus Returns, I, you know, well, yeah, I'm excited but dread. But then I thought about it. I'm like, am I going to like it? Because you know, the main things I didn't like about Samus Returns are in dread. So I'm like, I need to replay this. So yesterday I played through Metroid Fusion first just to okay. play Metroid 4 and get that storyline fresh in my mind. So you played um, through Fusion in one day? Yes. Bravo, sir. Yeah, the my, my time played was 338, 339. Wow. That doesn't, that doesn't encounter dying and reloading from save, though I think I really took about five hours to play it. Uh, but then my, my item collection was 53%. I'm like, I missed a lot of stuff. And if I ever went through with a guide to get 100% of the items, the you know, there's three bosses in the game that I hate, and I've always hated them, and I still hate them. But if I had all the energy tanks, they probably wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> Are you talking about that stupid robot thing, the robot security guard? That's one of them. Oh, God, that was terrible. Are you also, I'm not, now, hang on. Which robot security guard are you talking about? I'm, are you talking about one. the one, the spider one, like the that climbs on the ceiling and the floor, and no. you have to climb on the ceiling? Or are you talking about the one where you have to blow its face off and then shoot shoot its face? That's nightmare, and yes, Ugh. and yeah, there was, yeah, there's there, there's a there is a spider enemy that one I didn't have any problem with. Then there's a security robot that you fight twice. Where the second time it's got it upgraded, that's the oh, one. Oh, the that second I had a, time is terrible. That's one I had a problem with, and then Neo Ridley, I had a hard time with it, with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because not because after each boss fight, when you beat him, that's not over. You still have to beat the blob that spawns after that to get the yes the reward. Mm-hmm. And if you're already got, you know, all of your energy tanks drained and you've got 30 health left, you have to do it flawlessly. Otherwise, you have to do the whole fight over. Metroid Fusion is still the best Metroid game, though. Sorry. Yes, I agree. It has it has flaws, but it's, that's the game I have had still the, the most fun with. Okay, then today I started playing Samus Returns. I'm not far into it. I'm maybe about an hour in. So I am not yet as far as I was when I tried playing it in 2017 and got stuck an hour in, an hour, an hour and a half, two hours in. So I'll, I'll 
play, I plan on playing more of that this weekend along with trying to get some Ratchet and Clank in. And then there's another game that just came out on the eShop today I want to play. So that's my weekend's planned. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, that's what we've been playing. Let's get to your questions of the community spotlights. Hey, Marty. Yes. Uh, from the community, we actually got a request to remind everybody. Mecha Dragon said, hey, remind everybody that there's a sale going on in Nintendo eShop. Oh, yeah. So, Real quick, I'll just mention that there is a big sale that Nintendo's got going on where you save up to 50% on their digital games. Plus, you can earn an additional 5% in gold points for your next purchase. So that's and, and what they literally, got going on. There's, uh, I booted that sale up today in the eShop. There's 1,800 games on sale. There's a ton of games. Plus, a lot of the popular ones, if you don't have them, like if you've been on the fence about Hades, for example, it's on sale for the cheapest I think I've seen it which is $17.49 right now. And, and if you have not played Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, the gold edition, which, oh, includes, the gold edition. Yeah. which includes the DLC, is on sale for $15. That's, that's a, a steal of a deal. Yes. Because it's normally, normally 80. 75 80 hours. Okay. Yeah. There's really some, some great deals in there. And uh, if you guys know, Nintendo is not want to do uh, sales even on their own games. Right. But there's there are there are first party games on there instead of like fifty nine ninety nine, they're forty one ninety nine. Yep. So go check that out. Uh and that'll last, I think, at least through the weekend. Uh let's see. The date says sale ends six twenty one. Okay, so Monday. At midnight Pacific time. Okay. Very cool. Speaking of Mecha Dragon, he writes in and asks this question. Uh, what's your whole stance on the belief that a YouTuber or content creator is not your friend, like some people say? Do you say it's possible for a YouTuber or content creator to form some kind of friendship or understanding with some of their fans? Also, how far can they get with this friendship or relationship as well? Sorry for such a heavy-hitting question here. I hope it all makes sense. Um, I'll, I'll, let me let me say something to that just right on the front end. Um I, a couple of times, have met people who listen to the show. Uh, And I think that it can't, I think that that's awesome. Like, I love it that, like, it it still blows me away that people actually listen to the show and go, I want to hear him or I want to hear them. Uh, That's that's incredible to me. Uh, Over the past couple of years since joining the show, uh, I got to meet uh, some some folks in Nashville, and we had some hot chicken and hung out and played some Mario Kart, and that was really cool. Uh, I just spoke at a comic convention uh, locally here a couple months ago, and Simple Monk, one of our uh, patrons and one of our fans, came up and, and brought his whole family to the show and hung out for the panel, and I thought that was really cool. And honestly, guys, the idea of DadCon – is that one? Hopefully, that one day we get to hang out with you guys, right? Yeah. And we get to hang out together. So I think that's entirely feasible. However, I also think that there's a social contract that is entered into by people of like, yes, we do create content and YouTube videos and stuff for public consumption. But we we absolutely should have the right to say there's parts of my life that you don't get access to. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah, well that's what... Okay, let me ask channel this. like ours. Does it, does it make sense? And does or and also does it? Did that sound jerky? Because it, I didn't mean it. No, jerky. no, no, no. It, it's, you're you're telling both sides of it. You're going to have friends, but we also want. There might be stuff that we talk about here that we definitely won't talk about. Well, let me actually. Well, there's stuff that we'll talk about to individuals, maybe on our own in a DM or something, but we won't talk about it to the audience. So there's that aspect of it as well. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, every, you know, every content creator I'm sure has some few, you know, a handful of fans that they considered friends. Yes. You know, you know, us like the smaller channels probably has, a, you know, a higher percentage of friends versus just people who consume our content. Larger channels say, you know, don't, don't start sending messages to Ninja thinking you're going to be his friend. No, that's not going to happen. You know, they, that to them, that's a business, just like the game industry. Nintendo is not our friends. Ubisoft, Microsoft are not our friends. They are a business who want to take our money, and that's what they do. And that that's fine. That's how capitalism works. But you know, people got to remember that big businesses are not our friends. Yeah. So yeah. big YouTube channels to them, that's a business to them. <clears throat> they Mecha are not Dragon. your friends. Mecha Dragon throws this in here and he says, I think it's just because I really appreciate how you dads are super open compared to other content creators who sometimes don't even have time to communicate with their fans. Hear us when we say this, and this is for everybody who listens to this show, whether you're a patron of the show or not. We exist because you allow us to. Every time you subscribe to, download, like something that we do, that makes more Make give it's that's that's fuel in the tank, right? That that's that's rocket fuel for us. And so we know that we don't exist unless you guys are there supporting us. This is for us the difference in Nintendo or even Ninja or something like that is for us. We get to do some cool things with this, but ultimately we're fans and this is a hobby for us too. Yeah, it's him. Uh, just to add to what he was saying about some content rec- creators and what we were talking about, you know, with numbers too, as well. Uh, I believe I get, maybe I'm given benefit of the doubt too. It just depends on the person, but I think in some circumstances where the numbers are larger, it will be harder for those content creators to make friends to anybody, especially where there's new, you know, so mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we have 5,000 plus subscribers on YouTube. We're able to still try to keep up with a lot of people in uh, in Discord. If those numbers were to ever get in the 100,000 range, that's going to be tougher. I mean, it's already tough for so, some of the you guys to even keep up with the the discussions that are going on in Discord. So Yeah, like I, I joined... <laughs> I was a Patreon of Game Explained for a while uh, and uh, got access to their Discord through that. And it's just a mess. There's so many people on it all talking at the same time. You can't keep track of anything. Yeah, it's really, it yeah, it's like, it's it's almost like you have to have a DM open with somebody or something like that. Yeah. And then if you're Andre or some of those guys, how, like if you did DMs for people, eventually your job would be answering DMs. Yeah. And it's not that you don't want to interact with people, 
It's just I can see where that so would you, become you a can't interact with everyone rather than you know, and right. that's where people I feel like sometimes have to say I really would like to do this, but I have to cut everybody off, right? Like or I'm playing favorites or whatever. Man, right. that's a great question, and we want you guys like. Again, we exist because of our fans. We exist because of our patrons. We exist because of people like you who just listen every week or whatever you do, however you support us, whether it's a listen or a dollar in Patreon or whatever. Know that we are so, so, so grateful for you. We exist because of you. We're thankful for you. And that's why we continue to try to create content and and try and we to get, get as personal we get opportunities as because of, of everybody yeah. who listens and stuff. Yeah. So that I, we don't I like Nin Friendo's message here. As a content creator, viewers can feel a connection with the creator, but the creators don't have the same level of connection with every viewer. Yeah. That is actually 100% correct. I agree with that completely. Uh, let's move on to this next question from Spider Shan. Uh, he says, after seeing Nintendo Z3 Direct, I think we're all really excited for what's come. However, with no hardware announcements and knowing that Breath of the Wild 2 and other similar big games aren't coming this fiscal year, can Nintendo make their hardware and software targets? I personally think there are still some secret things we haven't been made aware of. Uh, and we, I think we mentioned this during our, um, during our like viewing of the direct, right? That there's not really like August is sorted, September sorted, October sorted, December sorted. What really fits into that November game? And it's not really a Pokemon remake, right? So what could it be? Because they had some pretty lofty forecast goals. What do you think, guys? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. The you know they're they were expecting. You know, at one point they said thirty million units, and then went lower to twenty five million units, would be, which would be a decrease of last year. Um, I don't remember which order. You know, I think I th I think they lowered it from thirty to twenty five. So. Uh, again, just with still 25 units, million units for year five is still pretty incredible. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think we still, I think they, they still have, I agree. I think there's still stuff that haven't been announced yet that'll be out later this year that'll be announced through directs. Maybe in the August direct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, I, yeah, I mean, it also I depends. There's a couple things, obviously, that they they're gonna still do something that will prepare us for what their plans are for the holidays. We still have that, which could be another game that yes, they didn't tell us during E3. Plus, there could be something that they will try to do around the time that they usually have renewals for NSO. So we may get something for that as well. September. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll get Game Boy games finally. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I think there's entirely something probably else, probably something else in the pipe. They're not ready to talk about it yet. Uh, it maybe that mythical Mario Kart nine, that would be great uh, <laughs> for a November release. That would be like the big black Friday system seller. If you think about it, you know, what's going to push 25 million units, brand new Mario Kart. How about uh, a, new, new, a new Nintendo switch packed in with Mario Kart nine for $450. Shut up, Jesse. <laughs> they might hear that. They might hear that and then go do it. Uh, Chris NHL uh, or Chris HL94 asked this, besides Mario Golf, what should a sports fan look forward to on the Switch over the rest of the year? 
Nothing. Cru- cruising. <laughs> See, we got our sports game in June. So uh, if he's talking about something f- from another developer, we do still have EA coming up in July. Maybe we'll get a sports game in regards to that from there. And isn't Sports Story supposed to reveal something here soon? Like they kind of broke their go. silence and yeah. said something about maybe, you know, look for news soon. Yes. I did not and we hear also, this. And we also... Speaking of that, we have other indie developers who knows who could be working on something we have no idea is in development. So unless you're I don't follow all the indie games that are going on in the PC universe. So there could be something there that I'm not aware no of. No one can. There's so many. Let me. <laughs> yeah. For, since since he asked this question, Jesse said he hadn't he hadn't heard it. Uh, two days ago, Nintendo Life uh, published this article. Sidebar Games offers a fresh update on Sports Story. Here's what they said. Sports Story Mini Update. Some parts of the game unexpectedly grew quite large. The tennis part, <laughs> the tennis part now has a full career that spans multiple zones. We decided we had no choice but to see it through and look forward to sharing the results of our struggles. We think it was worth it. Your tennis journey begins on the unassuming but competitive baby's court. The lessons you learn here will prepare you for the ruthlessness you'll face in tennis school. And then it gives you a, a there's a, you know, kind of a, a, a screenshot here of the babies playing tennis. Uh, and basically, wow. They s- said everything is coming together now and promise to share more updates in the future. So hopefully that means, um, and to, to go back to the, the sale that's going on right now, golf story is 50% off right now. So if you're on the fence about Mario golf and you still like a golf game, golf stories out there and, uh, it's pretty good. It's a good story. Pretty good. It's a good. It's a good golf story, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we're waiting for AEA to see what they might have, even though sure. EA is for all of all of the you know gaming universe. Uh, we'll see if they have anything like they had before, where there's a section where they say you know Switch, we're going to come out with five games in the next you know year or whatever, or six months. Yeah. So we'll see. We're we're uh, we're we're crossing our fingers and toes for that. Um, NHL 94. Yes. For, for lots of people. For lots of people, right? Yes. Uh, Liam D. asked this. Seeing that we've normally had five years between each home console Zelda release, I'd say it's safe to say that Breath of the Wild 2 is that next game, and there isn't another 3D Zelda in development. This will be the first time that the series isn't getting a completely different iteration, i.e. Ocarina to Wind Waker to Twilight Princess. As excited as we all are to return to Breath of the Wild Hyrule, is anyone disappointed we won't be getting something completely new? Nope. No, because this looks awesome. I'm still wanting the new thing to be a 2D Zelda. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah, I've I've liked the 3D Zeldas, but I've I still prefer the 2D. Uh, I, if I had to pick between the new 2D and the new 3D, I'd pick the new 2D. Me too. Tim, what about you? And this is the point where I was talking about, or it potentially that I mentioned just that I mentioned this in Discord that there could be potentially a this could be a trilogy, just to how big and expansive they've been going with the storyline of and the the lore behind it that they're building to intertwine everything else we've known about the universe. So uh, it, I'm excited about it, and I and I think it would be really cool if they were going to be doing. Uh, a trilogy of this. 
Yep. So, or yeah, Mecha. I think where Nintendo Mecha Dragon's thinking is, you know, how they had in Odyssey, well, Mario Odyssey, they had two D parts mm-hmm. that fit well. What if they did something like that with Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> I would not complain. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's move on to this last question here uh, from Bruce. He asks us this. Hello, dads. Question for the show. What do you all think that about the Amiibo pre-orders? Uh, or what do you all think that the Metroid Amiibo pre-order went crazy fast as opposed to the Cat Mario and Cat Peach? By the way, I got my pre-order in for Metroid Amiibo. Merci. Um, I think it went like it did because we've been waiting 19 years for Metroid. And they look really cool. <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, like, I don't think, like, I don't think the Cat Mario and Cat Peach look dumb. No. No, I, I have them. don't look really as cool. I have them. They're not I did not me. buy them. I did not get those. I did. Yeah, I don't have them near they're, me, but yeah. They're, they're still up there boxed. Tim, did you open yours? I always open my Amiibos. Are they fuzzy or do they just look fuzzy? They look fuzzy. That would have yeah, been a perfect it, it, opportunity it, it, to like have flocked Amiibo, right? <laughs> right. There you go. Um, well, that, I think that would be strange. Now, I mean, that, that's my serious thought. I think that like, like Cat Mario and Cat Peach, okay, we've been there, done that. This is brand new Samus, brand new suit, brand new uh, character in the Metroid universe and the Emmys. Um, we don't get Metroid Amiibo much at all. It's a two-pack special thing. I think it was, I think, I think the Metroid hype is just crazy go nuts right now, right? Like, like, it goes I, with these two, obviously, because these are from the Metroid universe. I love those Amiibos. So, those are my favorites. Because they have the blue base. So the new ones, they have the blue base as well. So they're obviously yeah. not Smash related, um, but they're, you know, specifically meant for Metroid. So yeah, apparently in, in Japan, the two Amiibos will be sold separately. And in I so I might. They're also might, sold in a two pack as well. Okay, so let's say uh, maybe hitting Play Asia might be a, something to try. Um, but uh, I saw on Amazon Japan that they had a, a, a like a super collection of the collector's edition game and the amiibo for like one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, that's like, what I had. Uh, and and, and it came with came a book, through. but a, the book will be in Japanese. So yeah, the book and the art card will both be in Japanese, so the game will be playable on any Switch. Uh, there's American or English uh, language settings. Yeah, yeah, the game will be the game no matter what region you're in. But, and yeah. so I had that, but then I canceled my pre-order because, uh, again, good friend of the show, Solo something. By the way. Shout out to Solo Something for absolutely carrying the Metroid fans on the Discord the other day and, and giving us tips about when it was going to go live at GameStop in-store and all that. Uh, bless you, sir. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, yes. <laughs> and, like, bless those two girls at GameStop when I descended on that place uh, <laughs> like a tornado because I was like, we're going to know about the pre-orders right now. They're like, we don't know anything about it. I was like, you need to check your email. This guy and his friends say so. <laughs> it was totally like one of those, my dad works at Nintendo and he said. Right. You were and like the Tasmanian they were, they, devil. They were going to look at me and be like, you're an idiot. Get out of here. Yeah. Bless their hearts. They kept trying. 
And I, here's the crazy part. I, I got the Amiibo and they weren't able to pull up the, the special edition. And so I'm leaving the store and I'm like, well, I'll just get the special edition le- you know, later. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 no. It's up right now. I can see it. I'm standing right by the manager at my GameStop. Go, go, go. And so I like did a U-turn back into the parking lot and went in and yes. <laughs> there you yeah. go. So I, I, I logged into PlayAsia. They have the, the North American two pack of Amiibo page, but it says soon. So not up for sale yet, but they, they have. The Japanese versions of the two that Tim just showed from Samus Returns, their individual packages for $130 each. Ouch. Dang. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Not buying those. <laughs> yep. But they, the they mine have, aren't they, lear- they, worth anything because they're loose. But they have, oh, they they have North America and Other M for $23. I have Other M. I still have it. <laughs> the Europe versions for $14. Uh, and, and here's <laughs> yep. another reason. I want to say this to Bruce's question, too. The reason that Amiibo pre-order uh, has gone crazy is there's been a lot of water under the bridge since Cat Mario and Cat Peach came out. And now, as far as video game stuff and collectibles and scalping, uh, yeah, it's just gotten worse. It's I think the scalpers have gotten better in the last year getting practice with the PS5s and the Xboxes. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's, so, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. I, that's almost why I'm hoping that we've got another year or two before Super Switch comes out because at least maybe we'll have a chance by the end. I like, I like Playdate's model, what they're doing with that yes. Playdate device and how they're doing it. There's, they're doing, they're, you know, you know, shipping in waves, but you can pre-order whenever. Right. Why, yeah, okay. That's, that's how Apple does it. If you get it yes. later, right? Like, yeah. c- you know, the, the, if you the difference want it bad is, enough, you'll wait. Yeah. Cause you're getting it through the manufacturer instead of through a, a, a third party retailer. Yes. But, you know, retailers not going to like not getting that revenue, but they're, they don't, they pro, they profit a buck and a half or so per console anyway. It's not, they don't get much. It's not worth the effort. Right. It's not it's not really hard. Take pre-orders, make as many as you get pre-orders for, plus however many percent you think you're going to sell through on the shelf and send them out. Like everybody's happy. We win, scalpers don't. Yay, throw a party. Yeah, that's Amen. the limited limited run games model. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, don't I was like able to get that. Thanks. How I, I long you got to wait for a game from them? I've but, not yeah. been I know, but but, but let me say this. I, so many people that listen to this show and are friends with me on Twitter sent me the limited run games, Mega Man, um, Wiley Wars limited run game thing. And I was able to get one because of that. And I'm so thankful for them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, that is our show. And as we close up episode 331, uh, we want to say thank you to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, Christopher Waring, and Solo Something. We also want to say thank you to our over 5,500 subscribers on YouTube and over uh, 1,010 followers on Twitch, including 23 Twitch subscriptions who also get access to our Discord servers and activities. It's fantastic. So, uh, uh, again, we want to thank you for listening to episode 331. You can check out our website at nintendodads.org. 
for all of our feeds, links to our social media, Patreon page, and our shop for Nintendo Dads merch. And you can find us on the socials at most places. Just type in Nintendo Dads. Boom. We're there. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. And we want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show and remind you, head out to your podcast app of choice like CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Music, or Spotify and leave us a five-star review with some words. Because guess what? That helps people find us Helps more people listen to the show and they get to be friends with us too, just like you. You're spreading the good news about Nintendo Dance everywhere you go by doing that. So for me, for Tim, for Jesse, this has been episode 331. We'll see you next week. Hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. Check you later, Pete. Sending into Nintendo Dads. Maple syrup mooses. <laughs>